It's time for the Nagoya Basho. This is Sumo Drop. Hello and welcome to Sumo Drop. We weren't able to cover May's Basho because Em and I were actually in Japan watching it live. So today we've got a slightly different setup for you. We're recording this the day before, day one of the Nagoya Basho. So we'll go over the general news, look at how the band scares lined up and share our thoughts on having attended the infamous Ryogoku Kokogikan in Tokyo. Uh, if you're new to the show, we're three British sumo wrestling fans and we'll be covering all the news and results as well as tracking a few select Rikishi in our fantasy league. Um, for anyone new to the world of sumo or curious about the sport, we have a helpful explainer. Links are available in the show notes. With that, let's get to some very lengthy news. So we'll kick off with, I guess, news in inverted commas. We've obviously got a lot of things to catch up with. Uh, but first of all, hello to Emma Jane. Hello. And hello to Fox. Hello. Um, how have we all been? Pretty damn good, thank you. <laughs> um, I have I haven't been to Japan, so I'm not as good as Yaos. <laughs> um, yeah. I, Sorry, I, we couldn't uh... take you in the case. <laughs> I know. I mean, I was trying to construct a wooden, you know, six foot fox case, <laughs> uh, but I didn't. I didn't get it done in time. I so imagine the weight limit of, of wood would be really heavy on, on an airplane. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah. What you're trying to say, like, <laughs> to... just the wood's very heavy, mate. That's all. I um, mean, they, no, have, <laughs> they, they even cut the amount of uh, stuff yeah. you can take as well. The weight restrictions for bags is now less than it used to be. So it's like, damn it. <laughs> yeah, we, we went out it's... there previously in 2017, and it was a case of uh, you could take two 23 kilo cases each. And uh, this time you can have one 23 kilo case each. And so what we did was we brought out, and it was middle of, you know, summer. It's, it's a. Still very spring for Japan, but very summery for us. It's very, very hot. Um, but I think my case, I took so little, like nine kilos worth of stuff. And I came back with 21 kilos <laughs> of weight. And it wasn't like tons of heavy things I bought, just lots of little bits and pieces added up. So I don't know how I could have smuggled a, a whole human being, but, you know, could have tried. Did you, uh, did you uh, get stopped or questioned at customs given your look Matt. <laughs> <laughs> no i sailed through quite quickly because we um japan's entry stuff and we went to south korea as well and had a similar thing it's all really efficient with lots of qr codes and things so because we had everything already prepared no hassle yeah. sail through um but you know uh, we'll, we'll talk about this later when we talk about our experience uh, at the yeah. uh, watching masumo live um sure but interacting with with the uh, cool Japanese people and stuff and officials and things and it was all grand. It was all good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. R- Ruth, um, Ruth had quite an interesting, uh, I'll just very, very quick anecdote yeah. based on that there. Ruth had a very, very interesting uh, airport experience in the UK um, the oh, other really? day actually doing a work thing. Yeah, yeah. She got stopped and they tested her bag and then the, she had the, uh, she forgot to take the hair straighteners out of the bag. She just said, oh, really sorry, silly oh. moment. I completely forgot they were electronic when I was taking all my electronic devices out. I just saw them and didn't think twice. Yeah. And then they put a bag back through and it went off again. And she was swarmed with people. Oh, my and God. She said, then she was like, what's going on? And then they were saying to her, uh, who packed this bag? Where'd you keep this bag? Did you yeah. keep this bag at home? Where'd you keep this bag when it's at home? What else was in the place where you keep the bag when it's at home? <laughs> and they were really like hugely big time question. And she said, "What's the situation?" They've just said to her, 
Well, it's tested positive for traces of TNT. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Apparently, there's a there's a couple of cosmetic items where it uses trace substances that are found in the same genetic makeup as TNT. No. Oh my god, that's ridiculous! So, it's insanity, isn't it? So, <laughs> where'd you keep this bag in your house? Well, it's in the it's in the cupboard. What else is in the cupboard? <laughs> Coats, dynamite, shoes, yeah, just, TNT, just TNT, umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's insane! I mean, Unreal. I mean, it's it's yeah. kind of cool that obviously you 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 do. I mean, this is the thing about any airport travel, and Emily experiences this stuff um, fairly recently, where it was like, it's frustrating, but it's kind of good to know that everyone is being cautious, etc. And blah blah blah. We all know that. But when you it's... you, you uh, for most transport, for most travel, for most people, there's never anything ominous or suspicious. So you feel like. Why do I feel nervous, even though I know there's nothing in my bag? And then it's like, because you might be accidentally carrying trace elements of TNT. Well, that's it. She was starting to think, like, what have I got in my bag from when I was 16 and stuff like that yeah. that maybe would... Uh, and also, I'm just out of curiosity, is it a known, is it a known commodity, TNT, with terrorists in Europe? <laughs> Did you just carry sticks of dynamite like uh, Wile E. Coyote and Roadrunner? I was going to say, it's classic cartoon is logic, isn't it? Yeah. Is it? Of all the, well, oh, I take me t- <laughs> of all, all the, all the clever, insidious, awful ways you can get around systems and, like, you know, oh, we can get around metal detectors with certain polymer stuff like oh yeah or how about this boys just a big stick of dynamite in a bag like and you say Wiley Coyote I'm like what are you oh, mental just uh yeah well that sorry to derail the sumo oh, chat no, no. I just thought, thought it was worth balling in I, I, to, I, I'm uh... glad you did because that was <laughs> Brilliant and weird. I mean, for, again, we'll, for us. we'll start. We'll start with a bang. You see, <laughs> <laughs> we'll there hey. it is, ladies and gentlemen. There we are. There, there we are. That's how we end the this podcast. Is it. Never again. Not going <laughs> to. <laughs> I mean, we've only been off air for you know months. <laughs> we've got to come back with a bang for sure. Oh. Got a ball right in. Um, cool. Right. So carry on anyway. Well, yeah. So let's yeah. let's talk about that Maybash show. Not the full details. The same. We mm. we the way we're going to divide the show, as I said earlier, we're going to um, split it into. A, a full-on like uh, not like you know sitting through holiday slides and boring the piss out of each other but more just answering any questions and things we picked up that were quite interesting that you wouldn't necessarily get from either you know video coverage or things people don't talk about about you know so you attend a live sport event and go oh did you know this or the little quirks mm-hmm. and things but let's just briefly talk about the may bash show because obviously we were we were off during that um it was an interesting one for many reasons because you had the return of Terra of Fuji. Yep. You had Asano Yamo coming back into uh, into the fray. We got some retirement yeah. stuff we'll talk about in a we little while. We had Port Wakataka Kage out, mm. which is so frustrating for yep. his, you know... For injury. You know, yeah. yeah, especially um, because how far he dropped down. Oh, yep. so sad. And and some some big injury things in general with... Well, well two specifically absences because um, as you may be familiar with the sport... Um, it's it's a very weird way of how they deal with injuries. Like if you are in, well, COVID was a big one that highlighted this. But if you say like you sprain your wrist and you think, yeah, I'm I'm okay, I can keep fighting, I'm all, I'm all right. If you can't, you're absent, and it's what's awarded a facencio, which is where they give the other opponent who would have been scheduled to fight you a freebie, a free victory. And we all love those things when they turn up because when someone says like, oh, someone's absent, like please be mine, please be mine, please be mm-hmm. mine, and it never is. Um, and then you find that the other person's the one who's gone off, but. If you're absent for days, you don't get paid. Um, you can plummet down the rate, the 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 bandscape, the ratings, the rankings, and it's really troubling and frustrating. And there was only really two in in May that made sort of raised eyebrows, shall we say? And yeah. that was Takayasu and Endo, both Maegashira too. Um, mm. Raised my 
flipping eyebrows because Takayasu was one of my picks. Um, mm. well, but, yeah, he ended on a free three as well. So yeah, it's his, he not, literally not great. day one, he wasn't there, um, and and it was like, yeah, I'm off. I, I think he slipped his back or something. I can't mm. remember Endo. I think he fell badly, but Endo ended up with. Uh, a really, really bad showing of zero victories, seven losses, obviously, and then the remaining eight, he was absent. So it, 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 that was the big sort of injury news. So it'd be interesting to see how how they bounce back this month, and hopefully that recovery sounds good. Takiyasu, alternatively, however, he did come back. He had five bouts at the end of it, lost two of them, won three. So yeah, but as he say, shouldn't have of... come back. <laughs> no, honest. and it was it was very much also as we said before, like we did a couple, like, probably last this time last year. It was uh, Ozeki watch. So it was um, Kirabayama and Hoshori and what would have been Wakataka Kage. Who's going to get up there? Who's going to be oh, uh, so a point of contention and talking point about where everyone's going to go? There was the classic thing with some interesting results and bits and pieces. But overall, uh, let's start with uh, let's start with you, Fox. Any anything that stood out? That you think actually, you know what? That was a really interesting. I'm not I mean like specific bouts because let's face it, it was like a month and a half ago. We're not going to remember properly. <laughs> um, I mean, just any like scores specifically like oh I, i'm surprised that insert name here did as well as they did that kind of thing um well generally speaking i had a cracking first part of the week mm. the, the, the 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 first week was a was a pretty good week for me i had a i think i had at least one five um so five nil in turn for the for our listeners yeah, yeah. Like five f- five wins in one day with my stable uh, which you can't do any better than. And then I had a few fours, and then the second week was I had zeros, I had ones. It was a it was a mess the second week, so mm. it really plummeted me. At one point, I think I'm sure it was up into the top twenty something uh, position. It was just it was it was a really really weird a really really weird basho for my squad. Mm. Um, I was expecting a bit more from uh, Hokuseho. Um, he 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 got his KK, he just scraped it with an eight seven, but I was yeah. uh, expecting bigger things from him. Mm. Um, so he kind of let me down a bit because there's other people who obviously did very well that I, I, uh, I dodged on purpose. Uh, well, I didn't dodge on purpose because these were fake boys, weren't they? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, I, I know for you know, if if it was a choice situation, Asuniyama had a cracking one. Oh yeah. Um, but anyway, it was a, it was just a really really interesting time. I, I, I think it was really really good to see Toronto Fuji bounce back the way that he did. I wasn't expecting it. Yeah, with only to one be completely loss. Completely honest with you. Like that's yeah, yeah. exactly. That's where you expect it. him to be. You know, it is. You, you expect him to be there. But I was I had this feeling. In fact, I think we spoke about it uh, the last time we were all together on, on Sumo Drop and the, and the time before mm-hmm. that. I, I think I. You know, I, I put out there. I thought he was coming. It was coming to an end. The injuries was going to just mount up. It was going to get too much. He was maybe going to come back for a basho. It was maybe going to be a, a, a forced hand from to return. Mm. Um, and I think you know he might have struggled to get double figures. And I just thought his injuries are. I wasn't based not on anything other than just the, the look of his fatigue and yeah. the, uh, yet another injury to the list. You know. <laughs> um, but he he smashed it. You know what I mean. He just absolutely smashed it. And you you can't really ask for any more than that from the guy. I think we all did um, that. I think we were all under the impression this might be the end for him and he should be... And if not, you know, him choosing to go to the door, someone quietly saying, mate, I think it's time because mm. you're going you're gonna to do lasting damage to yourself. But, I mean, it, his final result was, as you say, was a really, really strong one, a 14-1. And... Um, I think that's his best, in fact. It, oh, no, it's not. He time. did have... No, no, he did have the uh, Basho in 2021 at the end of November where he got, like, a, full... a clean, sweet yeah. 15 wins. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, still he, good. He, 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 he still has it. I mean, obviously, there were times where he it was close, 
But it, not to be flippant, it doesn't matter if you've got the numbers. Close mm. or not, he still managed to finish everything. You know, he's pushed to the edge of the Tawara. He was nearly out of the Dokyo and on, on one foot, that kind of thing, you know, struggling to balance and stuff. Because that's just the name of the game, right? But at the same time, mm-hmm. he still he still capitalized on every opportunity he could and got that 14-1. So yeah. I'm very, very curious to see if that's a one-off return of having been rested up so much that he's I mean, now in good form or yeah. not. Or just a sort of like, I'm pushing all my energy out there and that's it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he had the last, uh, before that, but the Maybach show, he had the last yeah. three out. And then the one before that was the one where he went out for a bit and then came back and then mm. it was all a little bit you know hit and miss so i don't know i mean maybe maybe yeah. this is one thing he's quite lucky now he's yokozuna if he does have an injury he can sit out and he can wait until it's you know uh when he's back at, you know at peak performance rather than yeah. so many um so many rikishi who end up you know hurting themselves and then you know and then just keeping keeping going with it and then just getting yeah. worse and worse and then it's for, just um, like a self-fulfilling prophecy for new listeners yeah. or people unfamiliar um the multiple ranks you obviously have maigashira one to, to 17 and you've got the komasubi the sekawaki then the ozeki and all of those positions are up for contention they're always constantly mm-hmm. being fought for and ozeki if you don't get a kachikoshi uh, which is more wins than, than losses you're then kadoban and that means your rank is forfeit or it's up to be yeah. up, up for question but a yokozuna is like for life you are done you're you, yeah it doesn't matter how well <laughs> or badly you do you're you're in that role because you have earned that role that's the idea of 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 uh of its standing of its status and so subsequently if if for any reason Terran Fuji was like ending up with six six nines constantly he would be very very clearly shown the door like you can't do this to the rank effectively and mm. so on so um but speaking yeah. speaking of ranks very quickly though just yeah, to yeah. Jump to that um it's something else that I noticed as well is that outside of the ranks outside of the Yokozuna uh Azeki uh Sadanumi and uh not Sadanumi and Sekiwaki mm-hmm. and uh, Komasubi. Um, M1 down was 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 atrocious. Mm. Last, it, it was the, the the results were weren't good at all. It was Absolutely. so middle of the road. I think there was what you know. Obviously, Asanayama. I think they get 12 Yeah, yeah. Oho had a cracker. Really, really good uh, result yeah, for Oho. Yeah. He, he had eleven four. Other than that, there was one or two nines mm-hmm. here and there. Like, literally a couple. But other than that, it was appalling, to be quite yeah, honest. I, I, thought, um, I yeah. just had a quick count. 13 for, for, from Megashira 1 to Megashira 17. Bearing in mind, there's like two per, mostly two per side. Mm-hmm. Um, only 13 of them got gachikoshis. <laughs> so only, yeah, which Unreal. is it's quite Less tragic. Than half, isn't yeah, so. that's, that's yeah. absolutely tragic. And it's not like, and, and they're all kind of middle of the road. So if you, if you, if you were to scan the numbers, you've got like eight sevens, nine six. So okay, they're, they're, they're victories, yeah. but they're not. Mm comfortable or clean victories and then you've got like they're not going to get you promoted are they they're not going to get you up the ranks you know if you finish on an eight normally you're staying banging where you've if you get an eight you're generally staying at that that same number yes or you might maybe go up but yeah maybe one or two depending on how bad everyone else does yeah (laughs) yeah well that's it that's exactly it i mean uh shodai's back to his old losing ways again as well yeah well yeah because we divide between the sanyaku which is the komasubi up and the mayashira down the mayashira you're absolutely right and I'm glad you highlighted it because I mean the amount of five tens and four elevens you're like my god that's mm, br-. And, yeah. and not just like at the bottom where they're struggling where they're new with this uh, Makanuchi ranking and they're like up against people who are really really strong and established it's up and down it's it's like mm-hmm. full sweep yeah. 
Um, and some names you wouldn't necessarily expect it from either. I think this is... Fully agree. Yeah, some people like... Um, I mean, just for argument's sake... Aoyama, he can be like he's g- giant ass Aoyama. He he's hard to gauge, but a five ten feels beneath him. Him on a six yeah. nine yeah. Or, or a nine six, that sort of thing. Sure, uh, Midori Fuji on a six nine, that's a bit disappointing. I be I would expect more. Yeah. Arby on an eight and seven, that's just weird. I I don't. It is. Yeah. It's like, it, but he's been coursed in that mid range for yeah. a, for a bit of a while now, mm. Matt. If you look, it's it's like he came in with a bang, as we know. He mm. came in absolutely steamrolled competition. And they've got him sussed. This is the this is what always um, is interesting about about sumo because mm. I think the same happened with Ura as well. Yeah, like you, they come in bowling fast, they come in hard and strong, they come in with a really interesting different technique. Same same happened to Eno as well. That's why you know he, he ended up losing mm-hmm. losing his position because yeah. it, he ended up being demoted because he, sumos are incredibly good at gauging what their opponent is about in time for the next basho. So you might get the likes of, you know, um, Abby steamrolling it for for one or two bashos. Yeah. But then, honestly, for a while now, man, there's been like, it's, there's been a few times where he's been, you know, lucky to have got an ace, to be quite honest. Mm-hmm. And I just think they've, they've got him sussed and he's not. And, th- and it comes down to, if you're picking your style and your, 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 um, the way you're gonna, the way you're gonna fight in the ring, and there's no flexibility with that. You you don't change it up. You don't change your style when it needs to be changed up. Then you're gonna get rinsed eventually. <laughs> People are gonna yeah. figure you out, and it's what's happened to Abby. It's the same with Ura. It's it's always a case of we know that Ura's gonna stand off usually at the beginning. He's gonna stand still and wait for the attack to come to him. And Abby steamrolls with 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 their flat hands to the opponent's face and throat straight away. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we can suss that out straight away and they do it every single time <clears throat> means that their opponents are gonna are gonna grasp that as well and then, you know, they're gonna they're gonna lose foot into the ones who've who've sussed them, which shock horror ends up being at least half of the half of the roster. <laughs> I think half. I think this is a really um <clears throat> weirdly enough, a really simple video game analogy here for a second. Um, a, a friend of mine, uh, Quang, is um, he, he's he's a former like Street Fighter tournament winner, and uh, in video game, not like fighting people in the street, uh, as far <laughs> as I'm aware, anyway. And um, he's fascinating to watch because it's a reflection. Obviously, fighting games being very similar here, he knows that game inside out. So what happens is he'll play you, and you might win that first round. Go shit. Wow, amazing. And then after that, you can't get a single touch in because he is finding out how you play. And because he can adapt to arguably anything once he figures you out, that's it. And I think that's what a lot of people encounter in sumo. For for example, we always talk about how Takakesho was a powerhouse for a long time. He still is, but he had a problem changing up the game and adapting it. And that's why you get that Yokozuna difference between Yokozuna and Ozeki. You have to be able to just do more than one move effectively. Um, and so when you get like people like both Mikeshiro Five, Kinbozan and Kotoshoho, who I think are very very good in their own right, they sailed up very quickly and both had completely shocking performances. Where Kinbozan yeah. ended on four eleven and Kotoshoho had two and ten and three absences uh, that he missed for I think possibly injury. But the point is that um, you know they climbed up because they did well numbers wise. We see this when people bounce <laughs> in from Jurio, the the ranking below. Makanoji, mm-hmm. and they'll do well for a little while and then realize you know it, 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 as we said before it's that open couple of days right you get a couple of wins and think oh i've got this you get the blood in the nostrils and go yeah let's go and then 
struggle to capitalize for the rest. So if we take mm. um, uh, there's two examples of this, uh, may say being one of them, but really um, I think it's probably uh, uh, Hokuseho, who again a lot of people put oh, yeah. a lot of pressure on, a lot of expectation because he's he's a big tall guy. Yep. He's obviously Hakuho has has had, who now um, has his own stable, I think, and for the first ten days he had eight and two losses and that was like that's so that's so strong and then the last five days couldn't win anything just lost yeah just lost yeah. so he's got his kachikoshi and then just i'm not saying he coasted not saying he sailed by i'm saying he struggled because people figured out he goes because he uses his height to dominate people so he stands up quite yeah vertical, he stands which vertically which is so unusual for yeah. um, for a rikishi because you don't want to lose your balance you want to no. be low but for some reason it I, I guess he's just discovered that when he stands upright, that's his preferred position. And I don't, I don't know. It's just a very odd because... I mean, it works for him. He, he's yeah. very good at it. But the problem is when people sussed it out and he got to those last five contenders, which let's face it would be the ones because the way... The, the, the higher the, rankers. Exactly. Yeah. They were like, okay, well, I will take full advantage of this and I will knock you over because yeah. you are you are easier to... You, your center of gravity is, isn't just low to the ground and blah, 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 blah. So again, there I think May was a really interesting... Mm time for return to form for a lot of people coming back for people again like asana yama yeah. coming back to asana the yama man was just oh just mm. absolute force he to, was unreal, to, wasn't he? to be on a 12 free after coming back after not being in that division for so long it, it's just yeah. amazing um, it's going to be interesting to see if he can keep it up though because we said the same about Abby. That's exactly it. <laughs> and, uh, and he came back and he came back and he smashed it. It's funny that you mentioned the the street fighter analogy there Matt because mm. I think Abby is literally is a Honda if you look at yeah. the style. It's like smash, the smash. thousand hand slap yeah. slap 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 slap, slap <laughs> to the throat and then you just the flying head butt in mm-hmm. like a bull in a china shop kind of approach. But that's the thing as we mentioned there he doesn't change his style up so as soon as you've done round 1 against him and that's what he's going to bring to the table. Yeah. You can work around it. You yeah. can absolutely you can work around it, and he's going to get he's going to get shown up more than not because he he, he runs full pelt. And if you have got somebody who can kind of move backwards and step aside when it matters, yep. then then he's beaten. He's beaten. It's as simple as that. Same with Ura. We've said it time and time again. Love Ura, but the amount of time he's got no charge in him. Yeah. And if he just if, now and again, if he just mixed it up a little bit. You know, four or five bouts, he decided to charge forward rather than stand his ground. Yeah. People wouldn't expect it. And it would just, I think it would make the the, the difference. I really do. From seven eights and eight sevens mm-hmm. and nine sixes up to double figures and above. And I don't know. I just, there's, there's little flexibility sometimes with some of them. And if I'm spotting that month after month, yeah. then their competition definitely are. 100%. And their stable masters definitely are. And, you know, it's... It's um, um, interesting to see, but I think I think Takayasu. Sorry, just a yeah, quick mention there. Uh, Takayasu, uh, yes, uh, he had a very difficult one, but he's starting this month on M seven, and if he's in, if he's back to fitness again, I think he's going to be a monster. Mm. I think I think he's going to return as a monster. Middle of the table, um, he's got to be in his bonnet when he wants to go. We know he can go, but he, he's routinely been getting his elevens and twelve wins when he wants to. He had a difficult month in May, as we know. That was at M2. He's now coming in at M7 this month. I think we're going to see something. I think he's going to be up for contention. Mm. Well, well, th- this is something I wanted to bring up, actually, weirdly enough, because Takayasu, I picked him in, in M2. I thought he's he's going to be hungry for this because he's one of those ones who was for a long time the whole will he be Ozeki, that kind of thing. And he's never won a Basho, if I remember correctly. And that we're talking about adapting, up, playing up styles and things. If we remember several bashos ago the 
it all came down to Wakataka Kage and Takayasu. And it's like, oh my God, hmm. who's going to win this? And it was a really oh, exciting final thing where they were like dancing so with Tawara. It was so, but the difference was Takayasu for a very long time um, was famous for holding out and for stamina. He would grab you and he'd hold you and he would stay there and calculate for a long time. His, his bouts mm. were always really, really long. He'd do his classic, like, <laughs> as he runs at you. <laughs> his little growl. <laughs> his growl. And then he'd hold you, and he'd just slowly creep his fingers. It was really kind of kind of creepy. Um, where he'd, like, just try and just get to the, to, to the mawashi, the belt, and then he'd move. And it was always interesting. But, again, people knew that's what he was about. So when it came to him in that one where he could have potentially gone on to win, although Wakataka Kagi did in the end, he changed up his style. He didn't just lash out. He took more time to consider it before grappling with them. He didn't mess around holding them for ages, trying to run up their, their, their stamina and energy. And it made him a really powerful force to go in because people didn't know how to, to yeah. deal with him anymore. Except exactly. on the very last day, on the day he fought against Wakataka Kage for the thing, he threw that considered paced thing he'd been working with away. And I think maybe got yeah. pushed up to who knows. Yeah. And he was like, I'll just go back to what's comfortable. I was like, no, 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 no. And I think <laughs> he is, he's genuinely an interesting one to watch. You're absolutely right, Fox, because uh, uh, he'd be interesting at Magashira 2 were it not for the injury. But 7, yeah, he's got to absolutely be in contention to do something strong here. Yeah. yeah. You'd think so, wouldn't you? You'd think so. And I think uh, given the situation above him at the moment in terms of what happened in May with mm. results yeah. in the top half of the Megashira mm. rankings. If there's any sort of similar sort of behaviour as that going on, then, I mean, he's going to be, he's, he's probably going to be still contending with the likes of Abby and Midori Fuji. Yeah, yeah. Um, Takiyasu on crew, depending on who's back at Ura. It's going to be the same bunch of guys that he's had a lot of experience knocking about. You know, Apart from got, a Sanayama, <laughs> there is yeah. there's going to be a Sanayama and Toronto Fuji's back. Yeah. So it's yeah. like he's still in that sort of bracket of you know want of from from rank to seven, where Toronto Fuji, you know, takes on depending on how he does, of course, because you know that as we know, um, occasionally they'll throw a random sort of Rikishi at the mix to mm. to take on. Um, the the Yoko, depending on how they've been doing themselves in the tournament, but. I think you know he's going to be. He's got the top half of the table to contend with. Um, I think if Takakisho performs as he has been, he shouldn't be a problem for for um, for um, Takayasu. I think Takakisho needs to step his game up a bit. And oh, but he's. It's, I do. I think. I think this time round. I th- well, what I mean by that is, in the sense of Turunofuji returning, I think it's got into his head, and I think he's thought. I, I'm not going to be the top dog while he's around, um, and I and I think he maybe realizes that there's a there's a gulf between them, mm. and in terms of ability at the moment, maybe he was thinking similar to like I was that Toronto Fuji's maybe done now. Now's my time, mm-hmm. but it's just it, it, it like I don't know what happened to him in May other than. Um, Toruna Fuji getting in his head. I really mm. don't get it. Well, um, I think... Just to just yeah, to sorry. point out, you mentioned Takakesho just now. I don't know how mm-hmm. recent this is, but um, mm. I think you know yesterday oh. he is not he's not in the basho. Wait, what? He's not competing now. That's that's no. that's quickly turned around. Oh no! Uh, he decided on Friday not to compete in the Nagoya Grand Sumo tournament after pain in both knees prevented him from sparring. Mm. 
Wow. See, okay. This is how things change so, at the last minute. We didn't even know this. Oh my god, that's there amazing. You go. Things will so, have to change in terms of how we do our <laughs> picks. Oh god. <laughs> I just reload. I just reloaded the the our Bandscape pick uh, page and was like, why is this name crossed out? What's going on? So I just quickly oh. while you were chatting about it, I was like, oh my god. So yeah, Takakesho isn't going to be. <laughs> In this bash show, so we've in only a minute, got we'll do a thing where we, one... we do because oh, stop recording and do a quick scri- scribbling on some names. <laughs> <laughs> um, that actually does lead well, what... nicely to the next bit, if, if it's okay, which is um, talking about Ozeki because Takakesho, Fox, you're saying about like you know what, what was in his head and stuff in May. Um, obviously, yeah, absolute Terra Fuji coming back, but also he was Kadoban. Uh, Takakesho mm-hmm. once ag- once again Kadoban. Um, and yep. everyone was saying like we need Okazuna and he's like you know you need to step up and prove that that's you and for he he scraped it with 8-7 um, I, I think like so three days from last thing um, but again if the answer is and this is the, we so it's a, a wider discussion we won't get into right now but if the answer is pain there's a frustration where the way that the uh, sumo association uh, schedules things sets things up and all the principles and traditions of the actual sport is that you don't have time to recover. So what you end up with is people push themselves too far. So him actually recusing himself and taking himself out might be a really good thing, but also it's yeah. really hard to see because you know what happens? He'll be Karoban when he comes back. I mean, the, yeah, he is going to be Karoban in September, 100%. Yeah. Um, that's, there's no way to, uh, two ways about it. He mm. he literally, the obviously he only scraped by last Basho with that 8-7. Um, yeah. And the previous Basho, he had injuries, so he only ended up with... Uh, three wins he was out for four days and then eight losses so i mean but then the one before that was when he won he I won know, the bash show in january didn't he so it's it's really interesting because so i know he's got he's got it in him i mean i'll be honest the way that some of the other um rikishi have been promoted i feel like they've been just holding back on him for too long like mm-hmm. i think last july his nagoya bash show he had 11-4 and then if I'm just looking on here, he then had 10-5 the following one, then 12-3 the following one, yeah, and mm-hmm. then 12-3, and he won the Basho. And I'm surprised at that point they didn't, you know, I, I promote him. That's what would happen there amazing, is, like, This yeah. is good, and, but is he consistent? Because uh, to get but, Ozeki, you have to have the numbers. To get Yokozuna, you have to be consistent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is, it is interesting because, I'm, you know, if you look at, if you chart however uh, Rikishi... That they're how they get like promoted. It's just it's just because obviously the sumo um association. I don't. I can never understand their logic. Sometimes, sometimes when I think someone really I, deserves I think, it, they don't get it, and then other times I'm like, wait, what? You promoted that person? <laughs> what? I think it's purely based on what the like the the. It's a favoritism thing, and I think they've mm-hmm. they've had his card marked. I think they've looked at him and looked at his previous form for the year prior to that, <sighs> and then thought. You're not trustworthy. So yeah. even if he'd have got six wins in a row, six double figure wins in a row, mm. I still don't think that they would they want to promote him. Oh, I think so I think it's one of those things. It really is, and I, and I think I think it, it it comes down to that kind of thing, unfortunately, because um, as you say, it seems to be one rule for one, one rule for others, mm. and I th- I, it it does sometimes think I, I do think that it's a case of, as I say, it's um they've got his they've got his card marked and he's just yeah. not not in contention yeah. and he probably never will which be, which is yeah. I, I i i very much agree with that and again that that's that is literally the perfect segue to talk about we have a new ozeki 
Um, we do. Mm. We have only one Ozeki in this basho now, yeah. as of literally. God damn. Okay, so, so t- t- <laughs> we're going to use a name that we haven't used before because um, mm. for those who don't know, for all the Rikishi, that's not their birth name. Um, no. Their real names are obviously different things and they take on a ring name to, um, uh, to, to compete with. And so Kiribayama who we all we all like and admire and he's a very good technician etc has yeah. been promoted to ozeki he's now kirishima um mm. again it's the classic thing where you take on um uh, you know elements of your stable or your hair that you that, or, or certain people important to you in the sport and it's like you, you know it's where you see a lot of uh koto koto echo koto shoho koto yeah the there's apparently there's like a whole thing with like what you adopt and things and, now, and depends on mm. which stable you're in and who's yeah, in absolutely. that stable before and who's the who's the one you know training yeah. everybody there, there's a lot of like um yeah. honorifics involved in that as well i think yeah and i think it's interesting which about having your card mark because you know me i love my boy hoshoryu and he's been sitting at like the top Aww. of the thing waiting for so patiently for so long there is however one difference one of the reasons like why kirishima got there in the first place because his numbers are solid for the last basically year and a half 10 5 10 5 Surreal. 8 7 9 6 8 7 good all, all good so far then it changed this year january 11 4 and he got two um uh well, he, awards he, he got won. the piano show and the show. well he won the U show in in um uh in march because mm-hmm. we'll go into that later about the unveiling ceremony. And he won that with 12-3. He was like second mm-hmm. place, I think it was, for, for the, the one in, in, in January. And he won 11-4 in May. And it was like, yeah, right. Let's go, Ozeki. Um, yeah. Again, we saw this with Mitekayumi. Is it too soon? Don't know. Um, but the truth is that he is very capable and he's very good. And um, we're always very impressed. So we'll, um, uh, we'll, we'll absolutely see how he's going to compete with this one um but it is interesting because his numbers 11-4 exactly the same as i'll show you last month uh wakamoto haru on 10-5 as was daesho so you know we talked about the the maigashira being kak but the sanyaku the higher ranks you know even katanawaka 8-7 shodai is the only one struggling with 6-9 it's like yeah mm. which isn't great but of that higher scale damn good numbers and i if, if yeah. takakesho is Coming back, Karaban, I, I know they're like, we need the numbers to flush us out. We need to pad this out, but in a good, solid way that isn't going to be, is going to be reliable. I think Kiri, well, Kiri Bauma, now Kirishima, I think Kirishima's a really good pick. I don't have a problem yeah. with that, personally. No, I think no, Wakataka Kage and Hoshori were the ones that, Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I think I think the interesting thing was with the, with the mayor as well, if you actually look at the, uh, the M1 category, the mm. M1, the, the M1 section, if we're going to call it that, um, there's a lack of names there that were actually previously ranked. Yeah. So like where in, in other months where you have um where you have strong M1s, M2s, M3s, they've usually been ranked fighters, or or the mm. argument could be that they've been ranked fighters previously. So they're at that level, if you see what I mean. Mm. They're at that they're at that they're at that superstar level. Yeah. Whereas if you actually look at the M1 to M5 from March, it's slim pickings to who's actually had a taste of that hierarchy before. Yeah. Um Abby's what he's been at Komi before, hasn't he? I think. Yeah. Abby. Yeah. Um then you've got Takiyasu who's been up there. But other than that, like it's 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 there's not much in the way of um they belong there, if that makes any yeah. sense. They, it, there's there isn't a sense of they've slipped down, but now they're gonna fight back up. It's a case of it's new grounds for them, or they're just they're coasting on that M one to M six area, yeah. occasionally drop down to M seven, M eight or whatever, back up to the sort of top of the M's. But 
it, it, do you know what oh, I mean no, by yeah. that? It just seems a bit, yeah, it seems a bit like... Maybe it, it is a slight contradiction. There. Only one, and that's Tobizaru, who uh, dipped oh, yeah. Komasubi. But then Tobizaru as well, while I, while I would mirror what Fox has said, Tobizaru is great, and I love Tobizaru, but I wouldn't say he's like, oh, that man's going to come up hot on everyone's heels. Like, I'm just happy he's there. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. We all love Flying Monkey. Yeah. We all love him. He's great, but it's more the idea that, do I think he's going to... When he got to, like, Komasubi, he's like, oh, that's amazing. He ain't going to stay there. I'd like him to. No, exactly. Exactly. You've just nailed That's exactly the point there. He's not somebody you associate with a random no. sort of level. Um, and they might have a taste of it now and again. There's a few of them that have. But it's. I think that was the issue with me. It was a couple of people who've had a taste of it, but don't necessarily belong there. Mm. Um, yeah. Please prove me wrong, guy. Like, oh, you yeah. know, Rikishi. And, and uh, you know, get some more of them. But it goes back to the whole thing of, Abby should be somebody who's tasting it a lot more than he has mm. been. Ure mm. should be tasting it. It's just the the names that we associate with the, the high ranking M's, but not above. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just it's a it's a weird I'll situation. T- I'll, tell you what, I'll give you a um, very strange analogy because it's just popped in my head as a very weird visual, but I think it kind of works. There are Rikishi. Okay, so if you take the idea of sumo wrestling as a bucket, all right, bear with me here. Um, a bucket. A bucket. <laughs> a bucket with a bunch of holes in it. Right. That's you in Jurio. Um, <laughs> um, and so obviously any water you pour in goes straight out goes straight down now the higher you get up the ranking the more you perform the better you get the more you steal yourself the better you become as a rikishi as a wrestler you plug those holes with simple things you wad them up with paper or use some gum or whatever it happens to be right but they're all temporary and what you're doing is you're putting in water as fast as you can with like a big old cup right like slosh 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 let's go let's go let's go and some people you know that they've assessed the state of the bucket. They've used like a polyfiller or something to, to to like almost make it stronger overall, right? So when they're putting water in, they're going up fast. Asanayama, Abi for a long time, that's them, right? It's only when they get to the top that starts to seal, starts to crack a bit. And you go, what did you use? Oh, I just used some chewing gum. It's like, oh, that's going to come away. It's like, yeah, it's, it's done fine so far. It's like, it won't take you all the way. You need to change that. You need to change it up. Whereas Tobizaro is the prime example of every time he puts some water in and starts getting there, another hole goes, and he starts to yeah. bob down. So he goes, oh, God, God. And he he definitely fights hard. He puts like more water in. You can see he's exerting himself, but it's like, mm. no, no, this is an internal thing. You need to fix that first before you can start. Because once you fix that and then start adding that water in, then you can see the level rising properly and strongly. That's where you get your Waka, waka yeah. Takakages, your Kirishima, your Hoshoryus, and, and even, dare I say, like Daesho, where you're like, what's happened? I've gone down really fast. Oh, there's the problem. Mm-hmm. Plug that up. Let's go. Yeah. I think we'll have a stronger M1 to M5 this month. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah. uh, Shodai's obviously dropped, uh, but he, when he drops it, he, he occasionally, not all the time, he struggles when he's ranked, mm. but when he's uh, when he's Mega Shira 1 or, or below, he tends to put more of an effort in. I don't when know, because he's, he doesn't... He, well, exactly. So when the pressure's off, he's a bit more relaxed. He, he uses his strength and his size to his advantage. In that M1 to M5 bracket, you've got Asaniyama, Shodai, you've got Tobazaru, Mitakiyumi's back up there. We all know that he can be dangerous when he wants to be, and he has in the past. At the very least, he's looking for nines, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, Maisie's back up, and he's forced to be reckoned mm-hmm. with, especially based on last yeah. month. Yeah. Uh, last Basho, sorry. You've got Ura still kicking around there, shock horror. Um, the biggest one, I think, I'm like, how, how going back to your point, Em, about how fighters get uh, mm-hmm. ranked based on performances, 
Abby's been promoted to Komosubi after an eight seven. Yeah, yeah, this is this it's is like, it. It's like well, what's that about? Well, I know. Like, I know they're not actually keen on Abby. To be fair, mm. they don't seem to be. But the, it's just there's. A, I, I just yeah. that that's a that's a massive head scratcher for me. It is an eight seven, and, and also was, to rank. The only thing I do know about it that I know is a definite like this has to be a thing to, in order to get promoted is is in order to get promoted to Ozeki, you need thirty three points in the last three bashos, so you need a minimum of mm-hmm. like eleven in each of them in the past yeah. three. But other than that, I really don't know how they work out everything else. It's well, so it's thing. so they, maddening. They, it's it's not maths and that's the thing that sort of mm. it's exciting but frustrates people so if it was purely based on i have done x amount i've got a spread of more victories than loss in this way i won over these people i'm now going absolutely into migashira three from migashira five that's a guarantee if that was the case yep. you would always have um a, a, a very clean and easy and understandable bandscape that being said the argument that's- they always have to recover to retort from that and it's always it's not always good but it makes sense mm. if you have a shit banske uh, sorry a shit basho yeah. it's gone badly for you yeah. you have like everything they know you still have something in you they're like we're stepping in you're going to stay as my gashira three for a while it's like, oh, really? yeah. it's like, we know you added some the people you're fighting yeah. up against you didn't have a chance to really push yourself i think it's in there now that's fine and i don't dislike that but I think that should be the exception to the rule. That should be where they go and like, oh, it's all numbers except we decide to keep you here. As opposed to, it's all numbers and you know what? I don't like your face. Like, I, <laughs> I, I, think, I think part of it is as well, linked to that, is that Abby is, what's what's the reverse of a, what's the opposite of a victim of circumstance? Or, you know, a winner of circumstance. Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> An achiever of circumstance. He's looked out. Because if you actually, based on what we talked about before, terrible basho from M1 to M5 mm. and a bit lower than that actually if you look at if you look at look at uh, May's results shocking results all around from everybody M1 to M5 Shodai had an absolute knacker of a basho he had to be demoted it would have left one Komasubi so mm. they've had to promote somebody and and Abby I think just been the lucky the lucky one that got picked because that's all it can come down to. There was yeah. nobody else that actually really performed any better that's than exactly that. It. I think. I mean, bar what Nishikigi maybe on a nine, mm. but he was at M four. So that, that's all they've they've had to go with that yeah. because the only other M one was a six nine. Takiyasu was an M two. Endo was the other M two. It's been a, an absolute catastrophe for them. I think. So, yeah, they probably wanted mm, to fill the bandscape because they, the they had only one Ozeki for so long. Yeah, yeah. And then oh, that's why we got the extra. The extra Sekewakis thrown in there, if you remember a while back, and yeah. completely, it, it's yeah, it's really frustrating because it, it, it's like you want to see more, you know, some real like heavy hitters. You want to see some more like really high ranking um, Rikishi, but as you say, at the minute it's been so middling. It's been a little bit hit and miss, yeah. and it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, what's going to happen with Asanayama mm. because yeah. he's coming in hard, but it. it he might not. I don't know. Well, Maybe the pressure will get to him. Like, this... he, we keep we keep seeing this every time they get. You know, anyone gets to Sekewake or or even Komasubi, like mm. they start yeah. like stressing, and then it's like, oh, they're back down again. I'm back up, back down, back up, back down, and it's like, there's not. Yeah, I think it's it's a little frustrating. Well, with with that in mind, let's talk about some. Let's, let's segue to our last sort of point in the in the comments news. Um, 
It's the longest news section we've ever done. Well, it's, it's very different because, as I said <laughs> from the top of the show, we, we won't be covering results because they're not up yet until tomorrow. So it's, it is more of a sort of like catch up and all that sort of thing. So that's all grand. But mm. considering uh, we're talking about, you know, big names coming up and people going down and all that sort of stuff, there have been three very big retirements, people stepping away from Sumo uh, in the last. Uh, month or so so we should probably quickly just address that sort of stuff oh god yeah um just to <coughs> excuse me just to really cover it so let's start with the um uh the one that's say like making the fewest waves uh and that would be ishura um because oh, Ish- ishura because he didn't really oh. get a chance to go as much as he could his highest rank if i remember correctly was probably like migashira 5 he, from like 2017 thereabouts to 2022, he was bobbing up and down at my show. He's, he's 33 years old, so he's obviously been there for quite yeah. some time. Um, and he has a decent career, decent amount of like he was. He was one of those classic nine, six, seven, eight kind of bouncing around middle of the table kind of people. And then in March of last year, out because of injury, and he was out because of injury this entire time. Because I think M, you picked him at that point. Oh, um, yeah. And he got a pinched nerve. And anyone that was who's horrid. Yeah, anyone who's been through that stuff. And I think it was it was a, 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 he's, a he then that pinched nerve led to cervical spine injuries and um and, and, and various surgeries he had to have. And I think that point you're like, Nope, you're not coming back. So mm. he sort of like ran out the 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 chart as it were and he his his rank plummeted immediately. So he went from being Microsure five in March to Microsure I mean, sixteen in May to Juro ten. Say, so that's just like they know that, he's not coming back then. I will just say that Megashira five was his highest ever rank as well. Yeah. So he never even made it to the you know the Komasubi or Sekiwaki no, ranks. No. And quite often, um, Arakishi will retire when at least they've made it there at some point. You know, it's it's rare for yeah. just a regular mm. Megashira just to. But I mean, like for example, if you think about so, how yeah. how. But that that's injury. Yeah, and that's that that's the key thing is I, I think from last year they kind of knew he wasn't going to come back anytime soon because his rank wasn't just slowly descending it mm. it flatlined because they're like well we'll just we'll just pull him out and officially yeah. he he retired uh as of now uh that's what the, yeah. the result is his um his retirement ceremony will be held next year in june because i think he's to get in, in a better place and people can attend that yeah sort of, thing. of course there's usually a delay of these stuff but um it was announced officially on the first of june that he would be retiring um and it's unfortunate because I think this is how a lot of um, a lot of careers end, in not just sumo but fighting sports in general, right? You, yeah, any you, contact you push sport too hard. injuries can can really cause you know can can just yeah make or break someone. Although one thing I will say about Ishira, um, I did a little bit of research beforehand, yeah. <laughs> is that um, there was always debates as to whether his heart was really in sumo because oh, apparently he almost quit sumo back when he went to university. He went, he moved over to Australia. Oh. Um, and when he was in Australia, he almost gave up sumo. But what he ended up doing is he ended up joining um, sumo it, as a sumo club in, in Sydney. Uh-huh. And yeah, and while he was there, he briefly got cast in the Wolverine movie, you know, the, the 20... Yeah, 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 the James one. one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he got cast in that as one of the, like, uh, baddies that was up against Wolverine. Um, but then he li- literally was like, oh, no, I'll, I'll back away from uh, from the, you know, show business. And mm. instead of that, I'll go back to Japan and try sumo. But, like, he's been sort of, like you know, batting around and not yeah. really sure what he really wants to do. So there's always debates that he didn't really want to be in it. But he 
apparently is also like likes playing a lot of video games and doing other things like he, he's he's got more you know as some other rikishi will literally just dedicate their entire lives to sumo yeah it seems like ishira has always been like he's got loads of different like interests and things that he wants to do um do we so, think that's a school yeah. thing where it's like you're a big guy you should do this as opposed to Maybe. i don't want to do that it's like, like a classic I thing mean, like you know for, for me being a tall lanky person oh you should do is like running i hate running I, don't want to do that. <laughs> I mean he's got one of the like um he had one of the more like hench style of like bodies his frame sumo, yeah. you know his frame was always more like like muscly yeah. compared to i mean obviously all of them are very muscular underneath you know but this you know he always had that look to him so yeah mm. it's really interesting i found that really fascinating and i thought i'd share that because i thought that was quite an interesting is, fact yeah. about him and obviously as we're not going to be talking about him um probably now until his actual retirement ceremony, um, I thought probably best chance to have that little that little bit of fact in there mm. for him. Yeah, but yeah, I'm absolutely gutted he's leaving because I had a little soft spot for Ishira, mm. as you know. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So what? Uh, just to segue, because speaking about uh, injury, Tochi Notion's gone as well, and oh, poor Tochi he Notion. has been a bit of a stable, uh, sorry, a staple of of the um, of sumo for basically as long as I've been watching. Yeah, um, he made his professional debut in March 2006. That's crazy. Like he's old guard, yeah. like yeah. <laughs> for us anyway. Well, yeah, he made he made his de- debut the last time I went to Japan. Oh, That's mad, crazy. Oh. And it, it, yeah, as we say, Long old guard, ago. younger than all of us. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That's um, true. That's true. That's he, depressingly he, true. He did get to Ozeki, um, <laughs> and and that was his highest rank, and he's had some gold stars his, his career, career is very good and, and has lots of business. i think we've we've talked about this on the show many mm. times about he's always just been kind of coasting not because he's not good enough but because his legs are fucked there's nothing yeah. there. it's an interesting it, he's always been since i started watching again similar to you i, I watched a bit as a kid mm. years and years and donkeys ago but getting back into it more so in recent mm. years and drips and drabs around the mid 2000s as you say but um he's always stood out due to his physique yeah. mm. like he looks like he should be king shit because he's yeah. he's the size of the years he's the yeah. weight of the years but he's fucking muscle on top it's all the other guys muscle under the fat he had muscle on top of yeah, the fat yeah. you know what i'm getting yeah. at like he was he was next level with how his discipline for working mm. out um but naturally it's obviously taken its toll and it hasn't been able to yeah. keep up with it it is a yeah. shame i always i always wanted to see him i had a, i had actually a, a real soft spot for him because i always wanted to see him dominate mm. given his stature he always mm. looked like somebody who he always looked to me in in later years um somebody who his mind was gone rather than his physical ability. Mm. Like he just seemed a bit depressed and oh, just like oh, lost <laughs> kind of thing, you know? But then I always thought, come on, I, compared to Ayama, where I just think you let you like you know, I, I saw them two as kind of like the the two bulls, if you like, in the Mega Shira mm. because of the size and stature, you know yes. what I mean? Mm. With Ayama, it was more a case of um, he was more frustrating to watch than anything else because he just looked like he couldn't be arsed some yeah. days. Yeah. Whereas, whereas Touch looked like he really wanted to try really hard, but something was blocking yeah. it now yeah. and again. But if he just got over that, 
I just thought he'd run rampant, but it never quite happened in recent there years. There are moments where you mm. really see that fire because he's one of his signature moves. And let's face it, looking back now, retrospect and hindsight, that's what buggered him. Um, one of his signature moves was to get both hands on the Mawashi. So he'd grip his opponent by the belt and he would do what we talk about, you know, very rarely you stand up. He would straighten himself up, lean backwards and yeah. carry them out. And, and the amount yeah. of pressure on your knees yeah. and your legs uh, doing that. And and funnily enough, who's the other who's the other main sumo who does that every single bout? Who's got absolutely shot yeah. knees? Taruna Fuji. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he yeah. does the same same and thing. Picks them up by the belt and walks just, them out. And look at yeah, his knees. Not just about the smaller people. He'll pick up people like he would pick up try and pick up Ichinojo, who's like one of the heaviest people. Doing is like. He won't see this coming. Yeah. Like, no one's seeing this coming. Your cartilage isn't seeing this coming. <laughs> and he's a he's a tall guy yeah. as well. He's six yeah. foot three and a half inches yeah. apparently. So <laughs> what's what's Fox saying yeah. about that that it's that, that presence? He's just a, a a powerhouse, and I'd be terrified to face yeah. up against him. But I think it, again, years of punishment. He was Ozeki back and forth. He was like you know down to second walk. He got his Ozeki again and and back and so I I I respect him a lot. It's it's, it's sad to see yeah. him go. Unfortunately, yeah. he couldn't get like. Um, a, a clean victory or anything like that. Um, but again, that's another beautiful segue for us because we got to talk about Ichinojo. I mean, he's we've talked oh, about him on the show man. a lot, and it's frustrating because obviously he won a basho last year, um, retired to com- competition and stuff. Um, then in March, he had an, an endoscopy for a herniated disc or something, and. He, he, then he retired <laughs> right after a promotion. There's there's a lot of things um, yeah. going on in his life. Obviously, we're not going to comment on that sort of stuff. We don't know about yeah, all things. Yeah, he got that banned, didn't he? Yeah, um, alcoholism has been a big part year. of his life and things. And that's, you know, but it's true of a lot of people in in, in public spotlight. But he's, mm. a, he's achieved his Japanese citizenship, but we don't know if he's going to just go home to Mongolia or if he's going to stay in Japan, stay in the sport as a different capacity, training, you know, or, yeah. or, or a, a, a coaching ju- sort of capacity. Um, but it's unfortunate because he, again, another really big... Um, uh, frustrating at times individual where he turned up yeah. in 2014 and just I can I cannot stress to you how quickly he shot up he was in Jurio middle of um uh, in the middle of of the of the year in 2014 and by the end of the year he was Sekiwaki that's yeah. he literally just leaped frogged over case of one basho straight into Megashira 10 bang straight to second because he was so mm. good such a presence and he just sort of he went up and down and fluctuated and things like that but that that debut that arrival is yeah. crazy and i mean I think, and let's not forget mm-hmm. that the the last nagoya basho last year he actually won it exactly so. <laughs> yeah um and he went out on a high because even though he was in jurio um at the last basho he actually won um he did the jurio 14 uh, tournament so you know i think he's he's gonna be you know feeling okay about that you know what i mean like mm. he i think he knew he was on the way out for a while well, well fox has always pointed this out in previous previous episodes over the year or the years i should say where you you want to root for the guy and then you have to question which it's you know just going to turn up is he going to be someone true. who's going to really push it and surprise the hell out of you? Or does he look like he's going to give up after a few seconds? And again, mm-hmm. we don't know if that's pressure. I gave up on him. Like uh, there was a, there was a couple yeah. of bashors where 
I had a real soft spot. You just do sometimes. You see people perform. You look at them. There's something about the presence yeah, that yeah. they bring in, and you just warm to them. They're like wrestlers in that way, you know. Yeah. Like you just you you either become a fan of them straight away, or they may be pushed as a sort of mm. fan favorite, but you don't like them because you just can't tolerate their personality or the way that they are yeah. or whatever. Mm. With him, I warmed to him initially. Then after about four or five bash shows, I started to really dislike mm. him. Um, and I used to grief him quite a lot, sure, sure. you know, on the show. Um, mainly, be- purely because of his laziness. <laughs> when when you, when you see him sort of smashing out eleven wins, and then the following basho, he's walking backwards without putting any thrust yeah. in, and just stepping out, and then there's no apparent injury. I just, I just, thought, I can't, I, I don't want to support you because, as harsh as that sounds, just like you, you're not bothered, are you? Your head's not in the game mm. anymore. Um, and then on top of that, we obviously learned a lot more about his personal situations. And I thought, you know, it made sense for me not to, you know, yeah, of course, not to grief of him course. anymore because yeah. who knows what's going on with all that. You know, it's a lot different. Everybody's human. However, a lot came out about his personal demons and things like that. And it's clearly must have played a huge part in what's been going on over the last mm. couple of years, including the retirement. Yeah. Mm. It's a shame. It really is. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but with that in mind, we'll now uh, do a uh, well. Okay, behind the scenes, what we're actually going to do is going to pause and have a little discussion about uh, Takakesho. Um, <laughs> uh, whoa, 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 whoa! Can, can I just throw it in there? We've we've yes. forgotten one of the re- retirees. Have um, we? Poor little Chiyotaru. Chiyotaru, Chiyotaru went out. Like I think, uh, when did he actually retire? I think it was like last November. Oh, so... it's November. Is it? I'm just thinking. Has his tournament? He's, he's not his tournament. I, his ceremony come. I around? think it might be that because I, I know he. Um, so yeah. So effectively, Chiyotaru. The end of last year. Yeah. He it, again, like anything, he uh, retired last year. But I think his um, retirement ceremony is now coming up because yeah. I, I must. Admit, I I said earlier, I dropped the name Chiyotaru. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah that that. And I think. A little bit of side news. I think he's opening a restaurant in in Tokyo. Ha! <laughs> in Rapongi, excellent. Sort of really I love district. that. So, uh, oh um, damn! If only we, if he'd have opened it before when we were there, that would have been excellent. Yeah. So rather rather than oh. basically staying into in the sport, he's like, nah, bugger this. I'm done. I don't mind. I've done what I, I need love to do. that. I'm open a restaurant. Like, if I'd have if if that had been around when we were in Japan. 100% we would have tried to get a table at Chiyotaru's restaurant. 100%. Yes, he is. He's literally opening a restaurant that specializes in yakiniku, oh, which is obviously meat. just like, yeah, meat on skewer, like literally just cooking meat on a, on the nice coals and stuff. I but haven't yeah. eaten much breakfast, so that's in, not good. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. In the Rapongi district. What? No, Matthew. What? We messed up. He opened the restaurant in January this year. Oh, we could God have gone. damn it. Damn it. That's so you frustrating. You losers. We blew it. How did you miss that? Oh, oh man. Well, moving swiftly on before we... Damn it. <laughs> um, we'll have a, a short break and we'll come back with our, with our Bandscape picks and uh, a look at where everyone is ranked. We should talk about the Bandscape. This is the ranking that the Sumo find themselves in from the Sanyaku, which is the highest ranks of Yokozuna, Ozeki, Sekiwaki, and Komasubi, and then 17... Maigashira ranks, and there's two of each. So here we go. Maigashira 17, Haku Oho and Aoyama. Maigashira 16, Ushozan and Endo. Maigashira 15, Takarafuji and Ryuden. Maigashira 14, Shonanoumi and Dai Shoho. Maigashira 13, Kota Shoho and Gonayama. Maigashira 12 would have been Wakata Kakage, but he is still absent with injury and plummeting down the record. But Maigashira 12 is also Chiyoshoma. 
Magashir 11, Tsurugi Sho and Koto Eko. Magashir 10, Miyogiryu and Kinbozan. Magashir 9, Hokuto Fuji and Takonosho. Magashir 8, Nishiki Fuji and Sadna Umi. Magashir 7, Tamawashi and Takayasu. Magashir 6, Oho and Hokuseho. So Magashir 5, Onosho and Hirudono Umi. Magashir 4, Ura and Asanoyama. Magashir 3, Meisei and Midori Fuji. Magashir 2, Mitakiyumi and Shodai. Magashir 1, Tobizaru and Nishikigi. And now up into the Sanyaku, we have only one, well, there's two of them, but there's one set of uh, Komosubi, Abi and Kotonowaka. And there are three Sekewaki. That's Wakamoto Haru, Daesho, and Hoshoryu. Now, in terms of the ranking, there are two Ozeki and one Yokozuna. The newly promoted Kirishima, who used to be Kiribayama, and Takakesho. Takakesho, not competing. And the Yokozuna at the top, Terana Fuji. Okay, then, under the fake boys. So I had. Uh, <laughs> I, I had love that help. it's still called that. <laughs> oh, it's great, isn't it? It just it, it sums it up very, very nicely. Um, I had some help, as you both know, from my from my daughter Erin, who occasionally watches the sumo with me, mm-hmm. um, and generally always cheers for whoever um, has the most colourful outfit. You know, <laughs> um, who's got it. the nicest coloured belt, father? So she um, she <laughs> she tends to go with that. But if I say who I want to win, she'll pick the opposite. It's one oh, of those. Yes. It's really really interesting the way I watch it with her. Um, and she's <laughs> if if her guy wins, she's like yes. it's really really fun so yes uh, for for listeners she's my six year old and she helped me pick our fake boy stables Mm. I wrote down um, everybody who's competing in the basho or that was competing in the basho as of yesterday (laughs) we've had some (laughs) slight changes since Um, I wrote them all down and colour coded each of them so you know um, the the ranked fighters all had a different colour and I simply asked her to pick a colour out when I said a different person's um, like either my name Matt's name Mm. M's name or her name I said pick a colour so that's how we assigned them it was completely random she had no idea what she was doing so it worked out pretty well nice. um, so we'll pick we'll, we'll go through her team first mm. um, take into account that Takakisho was part of the um in the running when we were when we were picking the names he's no longer yeah. there so yeah. we've, we've changed them since Erin um, has got to, um, she has got um, Kirishima Hoshoryu Hiradumi, Nishiki Fuji, and uh, Hakoho, which is a fairly decent stable, actually. It's not bad at all. Oh, yeah. that's not uh, bad. She's going to do all right. <laughs> she's done all right, considering. We know it's this Ozeki, in one of Matt's favourites, Hoshoryu. There's some good picks there. Well, not so we know it's a March where we had the, 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 the debut of the fake boys, where... Mm. <laughs> the, the, okay, the, the, it's an interesting thought experiment because the idea is we watch the sport, we 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 passionately follow those things, and we like we're we're bringing so much, you know, computational calculations into it. Like, oh, okay, well, this is that, and just had some surgery. He's in this position, and sometimes a random number generator or a roll of a dice will end up saying like, there you go, and they do better. And you go, God, do I know anything? Because <laughs> it's 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 the idea that these are you know individuals, and it's not a whole team; it's one person. Etc. Etc. So that is a very strong, interesting stable, a very interesting mix. Um, it is indeed. It is indeed. Yeah. I think um, with Kirishima is going to be a very interesting. I think it, it, 
considering she initially had Takakishu, I think she's going to do better. Mm-hmm. Now she's got Kirishima in her ranks. Hoshu Ryu, you can't go wrong there, let's be honest. You, you're looking at double figures, generally yeah. speaking. You'd be shocked if you didn't. Hirodumi's a bit of a wild card, I think. Um, middle, of the, middle of the pack. I agree with that. She's, yeah, Pretty pretty interesting one. Uh, Nishiki Fuji. Now, I think, am I right in thinking that, that Nish didn't do so well previous Basho? I can't remember. He and did he's now dropped down. Yeah. He's dropped down the mm. ranks, so he might find his footing a bit more. And I agree. That, as we talk about, when you drop down the ranks, you feel more comfortable, so you perform better kind, uh, of, uh, kind of situation. Just to, just to chime in there, you mentioned that Hirodumi is middling ranks. Last Basho, he got a 9-6, by the way. So that's okay, actually okay. a pretty good pick. But again, no, he's comfortably still in that area. He hasn't like... Yes. Up his... Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. So, it's, you know, you, you, you'd hope for a KK at the very least. Well, fingers yeah. crossed mm-hmm. you can get a KK with that. And Hakaho, I mean, we, we've spoken about him in length previously there. Um, always expect big things, but at the very least, you can... You can hope for a KK. So there's nobody there that I would say is detrimental to a squad as such. I think she's no. got a couple that are going to get some double figures and a few that might uh, scope around the eight, maybe a nine. We'll mm. see how it goes for her. Um, she oh, did we should, me. A- we should point out here just very briefly because if anyone's scratching their heads, because a classic bloody sumo fashion, uh, this guy that that, uh, that that Fox just mentioned is in Miyagino, sorry Miyagino sta- uh, stable, who is. Hakuho stable, uh, but he's not. His name's uh, it's it's Hakuoho. It's the extra yeah. little bit thing because he's only just appeared from like Jurio. He's one of those ones that's very very new and bracing up and doing really really well because again he's one of them Takuo's picked out. But guaranteed we're all going to end up saying Hakuo and it's the wrong yeah. one. Well, I, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll say it six times there. No no doubt about it. But, he's so, yeah, maybe it is Hakuho. Maybe he's come back and he's just. Wearing a mask. <laughs> I mean, this kid, this kid's nineteen. I'd love it if Hakuho's had like a facelift and he put on like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's it's me. And it's like, what are you doing? I can tell it's you. You're not. <laughs> He's retired. He's retired, but he's he started back in Jurio again. If, if you want a disguise, a bit of a head scratching mental moment here. Um, this kid, uh, was born, I think, the year after Hakuo became Yokozuna. I, I'm, I don't know if that's exactly mm. right, but that's quite, quite insane to think about. Uh, um, oh no, yeah, he was, he was sorry. He was he was uh, a Yokozuna from 2007. But uh, that's a couple of years. So basically, when when Hakuo became Yokozuna, the highest rank you can be, this kid was two or three. So that's mad. That's a bit <laughs> mental. But carry on, Fox. No worries. I've um, she did me a favor actually. Now, oh. interestingly, we both got Hirodumi myself and Erin. And I'll get onto yeah. that in a second because we treat Erin's a little bit different than way that we treat ours. We yeah. just bring it, yeah, your name into it. Um, you know, once you picked a colour, I couldn't say, you've already picked that colour. <laughs> oh, bless her. It would have been, it would have been hell on. So anyway. Fun with, with rules. With... <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's going to be fun, Dad. Um, so I've got uh, Tarana Fuji, um, who, let's be honest, I think it's, it's you, you can't go wrong. Well, yeah. fingers crossed you can't go wrong unless he gets injured. Um, <laughs> he'll do some good numbers. Regarding if yeah. he wins the U show or not, yeah, he'll do well exactly. numbers-wise. I then had Abby, who I think is probably the... the uh, the wild card? <laughs> yeah, well, there are thereabouts because I think he's, you know... He, he's, he might get his KK, but it's it, he's, he'd be there or thereabouts. But I think out of all the other choices in that particular ranking section, he's probably the lowest of the ones that I wanted. Mm. Um, even though I like Don't get me wrong, if he was an M1 to M5, I'd have been quite happy, I think. But in that Sekiwaki Komasubi sort of area, there's other people I'd want far more than him. Um, 
But there we go. It is what it is. Um, Hirodumi, the same as we said before, there, a bit of a wildcard, but hopefully gets that sort of KK. So I'm expecting so far, Turin Fuji to smash it. Abby hopefully gets a KK. Hirodumi hopefully gets a KK. I've got high hopes for Takayasu. He's my fourth mm. choice there. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping yeah. that he can bounce back and hopefully get some double figures. And then finally, Bashozan, who nice. um, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think he's my weakest link by a considerable amount, mm. but we'll see how it goes. Well, Bashozan, um, he he made his sort of Maegashira debut in March and yeah. did 5-10, didn't do very well. He did. But yeah. then in Juro, 10-5 and bounced back up. So it's he it's did. hard to know. With that it's, one. Yeah. it's hard to gorge, isn't it? And there's nothing to go on, I suppose, is, is yeah. the point with that. So he's, uh, he's the one who I've got the least amount of faith in Pew because I've got nothing to base it on. And these two showings so far have kind of been one way or the other. So, yeah. but you never know. Again, so for me, I, I think I'm looking at potentially... Two double figures and above, and hopefully three KKs. Um, but shows and we'll see. I, I think um, that's really strong as a stable man. Yeah, I, I think oh, it's I, really I'm, I'm, I'm for it. I'm for it. I think it's I think it's pretty reasonable. Uh, moving on to MJ's, we've got uh, yeah. well, we did have Takaki show, but we did a last <laughs> minute sort of a repick with hers and errands and. And MJ managed to also get Turuna Fuji, like yep. myself. She's also got uh, Cotton Owaka. Mm-hmm. Um, strong, very strong. Well, I think pick. he's strong. I mean, he get. You I know, agree. He's he's a he's a great one. Um, You're barely... looking for potential double figures. I think. I yeah, think it's fair I, re- to I reckon he might get double figures. I mean, he consistently gets his his Katsukoshi, so I'm mm. I'm pretty pretty happy with that pick. To be yeah. honest, absolutely. Uh, Macy, absolute cracking. Based on the last basho, um, yeah. I mean, you can only Based hope on last that he'll basho, well. Yeah, I mean, the the previous bashos before that, he ended on five tens. But yeah. before those five tens, he was consistently doing, you know, eights, nines. So I think, I think, yeah, he might be all right. Hopefully, yeah. well, he was last basho is a sign. Yeah, that he's he was in back. contention for the uh, for for, for Ozeki until he slipped, basically. Yeah. So he's he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's got it in him. Yeah, he has him being mid table. He's got the. He, he might yeah, have that extra, yeah. extra bounce in him, you know. Mm. Um, Kin Bozan, interesting choice. Yeah, interesting one. I'm not sure I would have personally picked Kim Bozan, but then yeah, he didn't do great last basho. But then the one before, he got eleven four, didn't he? And that was yeah. his first like introduction into um, the Makuchi division. So yeah, that's it. That was that was impressive, you know, to come straight up from Ju- from Jurio to to score an eleven four, and I think maybe the pressure got to him in in May, or like maybe he got like pushed up a bit too high too quickly. Where where so, was he in May? Where was he in uh, terms of he positioning? He was uh, Maegashira five. Right, yeah, I mean, and he, 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 you're fighting he ranked right fighters. Up. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. literally went from being Magashira fourteen to Magashira five. He's now been pushed back down to ten for this yeah. for this basho. So I'm hoping actually that's probably a better indication of like how he's going to perform. I think he'll probably do better in in this mm. in this point in the um, absolutely yeah in the bandske. So I'm excited for that. Mm. Yeah, I think I think it's definitely going to be one to watch, especially mm. as you say now he's at that at that area where you'd hope that he'd he'd, he'd do something, <laughs> you know. Mm. Fingers crossed. Um, and the same can be said for Hakuho. Uh, Hakuho. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to know. Hakuho. It's, it is hard to know it with. It is hard to know with Hakuho because there you go. We're going to keep doing it as well. Hakuho because obviously this is his first like. This is his first like Untested. introduction. It's his debut in this division. So, and it's just kind of yeah. It'd be interesting to see 
uh, how he does. Like, is he going to have a really good uh, debut like Kim Bozan did? Or is it going to be not so great? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, he's only Magashira 17. So, you know, he's not going to be fighting too many of the heavy hitters. We'll just That's see how, how he gets on. But yeah, I'm, I'm quite happy with that mix of... Um, yeah, that that mix of uh, Rikishi. Solid, um, solid team and interesting yeah, team. Yeah, it's an interesting one. Again, different to what I would have picked. Um, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. I'm I'm quite happy with, with the majority of those, to be honest. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely interesting to see uh, how they all perform. Good stuff, good stuff. And finally, moving on to Matt. Mm. Uh, Matt drew uh, Kirishima. Nice. What, uh, we, yeah, and as we've we've touched on briefly there previously as well, we 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 were expecting big things from Kiri. I mean, you know, mm. it's it's yeah. it's he's used to that. He's used to that part of the table. He's used to getting double figures at that part yeah. of the table. Mm. It's 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 a good one. Uh, likewise with uh, Wakamoto Haru as well. Yeah. I think that's a an absolutely. I, I dare say, I think that that's the 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 most solid. Maybe with Hosh, but. Uh, mm. I think I think both Erin and Matt with with that as the second choice have um, done really well there because they're very very mm. reliable hands. I do um, enjoy the whackers. Yeah, they're lovely know. boys, aren't they? <laughs> I want to see one of them do well. Why one of them's you know sadly uh, going Plumbing. down the ranks after being Ill, like not ill, um, <laughs> being injured. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's nice to see. Um, you'd, you'd invite yeah. them round to your mum's house for a cup of tea. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Those kind of boys, aren't they? Nice lads. Nice lads. <laughs> um, third choice for Matt, uh, Onosho, mm. which is, uh, I think no, that's a really interesting bad. one, actually. Yeah. We know he's got it in him. He's performed well in the past. It's just that, where is he at the moment? I think that's yeah. the thing with Onosho. Where yeah. is he right now? And it's been like that for a little while, I think it's fair to say. Mm. Um, but we know he has got it in him. So yeah. at any point we know what it's like with these with these Rikishis. At any point it could be one of those ones. His glory days have been. He's down the bottom of the table now, uh, touching ocean kind of style. You know what I mean? He's been up there, but then mm. he's gone back down and he never quite bounces back. Or are we going to get a bounce back? And it's yeah. it's difficult to know with an Osho, but he's definitely got it in him. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, Agree. Sadanomi, uh, which is another interesting pick actually. Sadanomi is one of those kind of fighters that. Every basho, he escapes me. Like he's not one that I pay that much attention to. You, you don't so I'm, to, I'm to not draw very to well him, versed. Yeah. I'm not very yeah. well, well well thought of, well versed in terms of how he's been doing overall. Have you got any sort of history on him at all, Matt? Well, I was going to say this previous this... bashos. Where's he at? Yeah, I tell you what. You you, you give my, my the um the, the final the final name on it, and I'll go for it. Yeah, yeah. I think that kind of ties into my overall thoughts on a lot of my, mm. my yeah. players. So, yeah, go, go for it. Well, choice number five. Uh, you end up getting uh, Dyer Shoho. Yeah. So, the and the because I think a lot of what I'm going to say about Sadanomi, I'm going to apply to Daishoho as well. So, yeah, yeah, my overall assessment is Kirishima Wakamoto Haru solid, but to be brutally honest, based on how the um the Sanyaku stuff at the top is the Ozeki, the Yokozuna, Sakawaki, Komasubi, because of how things have gone in May, I'd probably be happy with any of them. I'd be like, yeah, okay, that works for me. That's not that Fair. bad, and I'd just be levels of minor adjustments of. Of happy, basically. Oh no, okay, Inter- yeah. oh interesting. Like, oh yeah, all right, that's a bit. Uh, I would prefer this, but not, not bad. No one's going like, mm-hmm. ah, piss. I got this guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then my next three: Onosho, Sadna Umi, and Daishoho. Now, here's the thing: I think there are uh, there is a way of looking at sumo for me personally, where some of these names have been around for years, and you go, oh yeah, 
that guy. And they don't make the impact. They become a little bit um, almost out of in the focus. background. A little bit grey, a little bit black background. And it's more yeah. the idea that they're not bad, but they're solid and dependable and neutral and stable, which means yeah. they're kind of neither extreme highs or lows. They're just sitting in the middle ground. So you yeah. end up with yeah. some you know, exciting nine sixes or some a little bit disappointing six nines, but nothing shocking. Nothing that's going to yeah. go, oh my God. And they just sort of sit there. And I think Sadano Umi... And uh, Daishoho specifically are like that. So some bit, bit, bit of back yeah. numbers it were. Sadanaomi, uh, he's 36. He's one of the oldest ones uh, still going at the top of the thing uh, of the Bansuke. If I talk about like from the start of 2022, because I think that's where he has genuinely had his like peak. Um, he was doing 8-7, then 5-10, then 11-4 and did really well, then 7-8. Then nine six, mm. then eight seven, then six nine, then six nine, then seven eight. It's like yeah, just that kind of like trudging along, stable, dependable. It might be just missed, you know, a Makikoshi where he's lost, but only just, yeah. or a Kachikoshi where he's only just scraped it, but nothing that's gonna stand out to me like oh, what a powerhouse. But thing is though, thing mm. is though, saying that Matt, yeah, I, I wonder if there's any relevance to the idea that when he's been getting the high numbers, it's been when he's been lower ranked, as we've been mentioned before. Mm. So that exactly yo-yo yeah. effect. When you when you're higher up the ranks, you don't do as well. When you're lower down the ranks, you do better. Yep. they're both lower down the ranks for you, so yeah. you might get yeah. the better side of them based on that's that. True, this this special. This is what I'm thinking as well. I, Hoping, I, I agree with you. Yeah, <laughs> Hoping no, no, for the no, right, because sometimes it's, I, I know that's a, 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 a thing with the no show as well. We always talk yes. about how a no show turns up and like which one is going to turn up. Uh, much in, in a weird way, like Jinojo, but unlike that, he always seems determined. It's just that his skill set, if that's the right word, seems to let him down on occasion. He yeah. has that vigor, he has that thing, but then he'll get caught off guard. He'll get a bit sloppy. Yeah, I will say he was doing all right until like he, I think. Yeah, at the last uh, July Basher, he did mm-hmm. a 10-5. Dropped down the next one, but again, that's because he went up in the te- in the rankings. Then his next one was 9-6. Then he yeah. got a 10-5. And then if he hadn't had that injury, we had to pull out in, in that, uh, I believe it's the March Basher. Yeah. I think he would have been stronger last Basher because last Basher, he got his Kachikoshi. So he's not like, he's not that bad a performer. I think he's got mm. a lot of, I can see a lot of 10-5s on his like... In yeah. his history, and a lot of nine yeah. sixes. It's just, as you say, it just depends where he is by the looks of it. I think, yeah, yeah he's definitely going to perform. Um, he might perform well because there are some instances where he was uh, Magashira six, which yeah, now he's Magashira yeah. five, where he got ten five. So it's it's very again, possible. That's almost the last it, time yeah. he the last time he was a Magashira five, he got a ten five. So let's you know. I, I honestly Be think. I, I honestly truly think when when you look at the names, but then you think about those names because some names they stand out and bosh there that there yes. that there that. But actually, when you think of when you analyze them a little bit deeper, I truly think that Matt's arguably got the stronger squad. Oh, really? And the reason for the the reason for that is because I think with Kirian Waka, you definitely well, not definitely, but <laughs> in theory definitely looking at double figures mm-hmm. there's, there's, it's difficult to not see double figures with those two names because yeah. they're so used to getting them and Osho I think he's going to be a wild card I think he's going to be the one that it mm. depends on how he's feeling because he's banging in the middle of the table so he's going to get a taste of harder competitors and some easier ones you know yeah, yeah, yeah. but with Sad with Sadanumi and Daishoho because of the yo-yo effect and they arguably typically perform better when they lower down the rankings, which is what they are this bash or, yep. then mm-hmm. you might theoretically end up getting better performances out of them. 
Whereas if I look at mine, Turunofuji, yes, obviously double figures we're looking at there. Abby, he scrapes a KK, he scrapes a KK at Megashima ranking, let alone when he's higher ranked. Yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. I don't have faith in my second choice compared to looking at Wakamoto Haru. <laughs> Yeah. Um, in all fairness, Hirodumi, bit of a wild card. Takiyasu, I'm hoping that he's going to bounce back, but he could still be injured for all I know. That's so he, true. He, yeah. he's, the, he's the only other guy that I'm expecting to get double figures if he's fit and healthy. And the other guys are all wild cards. So yeah. if I'm going to be honest, I think on paper, you've mm. possibly got the strongest hand there purely based on circumstances the of where <laughs> the, the top two and yeah. the bottom two based on circumstances yeah. of how they perform when they're not under pressure you know yeah, can, I that's, just, that's can i just say yeah. as well um matt i'm very very excited for you to have work on the hoe as well mm, yeah um, because no 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 you can you can be like oh yeah yeah because i know i love the worker brothers so whatever but <laughs> she loves him <laughs> <laughs> but um because the last basho he got 10 and the previous uh-huh. one he got 11 that brings him to 21 points if he can get 12 this basho He's mm-hmm. in contention to be, um, yeah. I to mean, basically be a, again, a I, I think that that's not necessarily uh, wrong at all because, again, that was the same thing with Hashoryu. Uh, with he's he's eleven, then eight, then mm. ten, then eleven. So he's he's got the numbers. I think we're yeah. again in a very interesting time for that. I think you're right. This, but equally, I actually have the opposite opinion. I think that's a problem. Because I really? think that, yeah, I think that gets in your head. I think that pressure's going to get to yeah. him. I mean, he mm. did have that before. I think he had that in, um, when was it? In the, uh, when was not November. It was one before. It was September, Basho, last year. He had a 10-5 followed by a 10-5. And then that third one where, like, it had he have got, like, 13, which is still quite a hard thing to get. Um, he got a nine six, so mm. maybe, maybe that's true. But yeah, again, no, it's it, we know it's not about the numbers only. That's a big part of it. But that's, no, but that's yeah. a huge deal. Like yes. quite often, that is that is quite a pattern that yeah. like, thirty three points and in the in free bashos is like yeah, you're getting promoted. Link to that as well. There's less ranked fighters this month, so it's yeah. um yeah. you're gonna be you're gonna be fighting a lot more Rikishi Law down, um, based on how many rank fighters we've got now that especially Takaki has dropped out. Yeah. It leaves us with, with one Yoko, one Ozeki, uh, two comms and yeah. two Sekis. One, I think. one I very mean, new, um, untested Ozeki. I mean, exactly. Said Fox earlier about he's still fighting the same people. Nothing's changed. So that's absolutely true. It's like when you start... Um, uh, I guess when you start a new job in a way, it's like, well, you know, the responsibilities <laughs> aren't that different, but you're still the same person. It's like, yeah, but the pressure's in my head now. Or, or more accurately, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you've cooked the same meal 50 times over, but you're cooking for your in-laws, suddenly yeah. there's a weird pressure that's come from nowhere. <laughs> it's like, I've done this a million times. It's like, yeah, but this time you better yeah. not mess it up. And and he's not really messed up just yet. If I look back at... Um, sorry, who are we looking at again? We're looking at uh, Waka, aren't we? Waka, yeah. Yes. Sorry, yeah. And I think, yeah, he's he's been doing... I don't know. He, I don't think he... he bends that much uh when when the pressure's on him because to still get like nine sixes and stuff it's oh, not no. like when he's, he, he when great. he's yeah he still does well i think i think he's gonna be i think he's gonna be all right and i've i've got like a, a weird feeling about him this basho so i i would he, he's, I, he's there to stay he's, he's always uh, for me he's always unless he gets injured he's always gonna be up there there or thereabouts mm. and i think yeah. if it's not this basho then so be it however 
he's arguably the only one who's got something to to, to prove this basho mm-hmm. um he still doesn't have the pressure from his brother which i think well, it must it must be there let's be honest oh it must God, be there. absolutely and, um, and he, he's got a bit of pressure drinking. from kirishima as well though um, yes that, that, that's the, he's that's gonna the be main like, thing yeah he's gonna be those two guys, yeah, that that's a very fair one. Kirishima's got something to hugely prove here because it's it's mm-hmm. name change, promotion. He's gunning for Yoko. Let's be honest. I think yeah. I think that's the fair I think that's the fair way to look at it. He's gunning mm. for Yoko. And it's and you know, you get some people who are promoted to Ezeki occasionally and you think there's no way you're ready for Yoko yet. You just you you're barely ready for Ezeki, you know? It's that sometimes there's that notion about it. Like Takakishi, I know we'd like to believe that he could have been ready for Yoko, oh, but as soon as Toronto Fuji came injuries, back, man. it was just like, mm-hmm. y- you're not on the same page, man. You're nowhere near yeah. it. Yeah. Whereas yeah. With, uh, with our boy here, I think there's a good chance that he might... It's more achievable, I think, is the yeah. best terminology. I Agreed. think it's more likely... Yeah. Um, but then we've also got a hosh skulking in the rafters. Yeah. <laughs> Just like like Sting from WCW. He's yeah. hiding up there waiting yeah. for his opportunity to, to pounce and constantly fed up. I, I, um, yeah, I it's not his turn. Hoshoryu and Kirishima are two sides of the same coin where they both You're right, appeared. Man. Uh, they, they've shot through the ranks real fast. Both appeared around 2021 in terms of like uh, a Maegashira mm. set and rank up real fast and then sat at Komasubi and Sekawaki for so long. And you're like, why is nothing happening? Let's go. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think the difference with Hoshoryu is politics. I think because he is the nephew of Hoshoryu um, and because he he, he doesn't play. Hoshoryu, like, we mentioned this in the show before, I won't go too, too much into it. Um, was such a what? What my grand would have called a villain um, in the <laughs> Irish way because he's not a bad guy, but he he bucked the trend. He was a bad boy. He played the rules differently. He was showboaty. He was aggressive. Broke tradition. He broke tradition. He did. A lot. I mean, we talked before about when he was one of the first Yokozunas to just literally grab someone by the top knot, slam him in the ground because he was bored that he was sort of losing and like ah i'm gonna lose bugger it's like you don't do it at that rank are you are you insane um <laughs> and he's like well whatever and because this is a national sport uh well let's face it baseball is a national sport in japan but um official national sport is, is sumo to have a mongolian sitting at the top it's always like we do want a japanese person which is odd because um mm. kirishima's also mongolian but he's do you know yeah i don't know do you know what's interesting about that as well you just reminded me yeah. the fact that obviously being mongo you know he's mongolian is that the fact that a lot of mongolians end up being some of like the best uh fighters is really interesting because apparently i didn't know this until recently yeah um each stable only well i don't know if it's still the same but it i read somewhere that each stable is only allowed to have one foreign um rikishi which is why a lot oh. of them will like push to literally become a japanese citizen as well yeah um but yeah um only one foreigner allowed per stable which is mad i mean it's classic like, japan isn't it so yeah <laughs> yeah so, because, yeah, it, because this thing could have been one. opened up it's one of the very few sports that is not opened up internationally in many ways and it's like because no. because it does have roots in in uh, and we'll definitely get this in a couple of seconds when we talk about uh, our visit to japan um roots in in a religious ceremony etc and so they're like very guarded and very, the, the second you have to make it a national sport so there's a version that competes in europe or america or that kind of thing or maybe even africa if you had that for argument's sake um you'd say right now it's to standardize the rules it can't be a sumo association yeah. decide, like, well, we're not doing that that's not how tradition dictates and you know i i I, I get it but yeah um so overall 
really interesting picks. Um, I, I think Fox is definitely um, the strongest thing of how I would select it. But I think if we're talking numbers, if we're talking dependable consistency numbers, I think, yeah, I might be in for a chance to do something interesting here. We'll, we'll, we will mm. see. Right, so we're going to do something a little different to end the podcast today. Um, as you will have known from listening to the previous sections of the show, uh, myself and Matt went to Japan in May. Woo! Um, yeah. We got to go to the Ryukokugi Can in Tokyo to watch day one, uh, so the opening day of the March Basho. Uh, March? May, May <laughs> Basho. <laughs> Going back in time now. Um, so we thought that it might be nice for Fox to maybe ask us a few questions about our experience, um, just so as well listeners can get a bit of an understanding of what it's like attending the sumo, um, and yeah, just to get a bit of an idea from, um, you know, being on the ground there and what it's about and, and our mm. experiences. So yeah, that's, that's the plan. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump in right <laughs> from the get go and talk yeah, about yeah, buying. Yeah, I, I have got, I've got a couple yeah, of questions um, by the way, but I'll, 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 I'll do that because it's, it's probably just something that you cover. <laughs> but yeah, go for it. You, you, uh, let me know. Yeah. Okay, so um, Em and I, as we said, we, we've been to Japan before in 2017. We went about October time and there's no sumo in October and November would have been... Uh, yeah, a few weeks after. Osaka maybe? Or yeah. maybe uh, Fukuoka? No, yeah, November point, point is, yeah. Yeah, so we, it wasn't really somewhere we were going to be. Uh, so very, very unlikely to attend. But when we were talking about going back again, all the things we wanted to see and covid shutting things down in japan only just opening up what could we get into what couldn't we get into for example uh they've just opened a ghibli park that wasn't on the cards because it only just opened like five six months ago a lot of japanese people having trouble getting in so yeah. that kind of thing anyway so I, we said yeah we want to do the sumo absolutely yeah. want to see sumo live we're not it's, it's a whole day being written off but it'll be a great fun experience when you get to do it again etc and i said okay uh, and we marked down the day in which international tickets go online. <laughs> um, and I said, all right, fine. And I thought to myself, I'll get up first thing in the morning. And then I got really sort of paranoid. And I said, well, what if we miss it? And I said, oh, fair point. So I stayed awake until two in the morning. <laughs> which is the equivalent of tickets. like uh, 9, 10 a.m. In, in Japan. So, yeah. Exactly. And so I remember sitting there and I had my Mac set up and I was like very tired. And I was like, okay, ready to it's like Friday night, and I think I had a podcast recording for Sequelizers the next day, so I was very, very fatigued. I was like, it's fine, it's fine, let's go. And you start to get a bit more alert, and then refresh on the screen. And there's a specific site you go through. <clears throat> it's, it's, it's all through one uh, channel, so I was expecting it to be like, like you're buying just concert tickets to be, you know, bottlenecking and crashing. Uh, I wasn't wrong. Mm. Um, so there's only two of us, so obviously I'm not booking a, a big box of four people. Uh, not and because you you pay for the box, not for the amount of people in it. So I couldn't do like a box and pay two people. It was like you pay for four tickets. So there were two two seater boxes, and there are not many mm. of those because um, they're not designed like that. So I kind of figured we'd aim for that, but settle for anything. Now I went through this and I tried to organize these two box sort of situations. I think they're about uh, I think it's about a hundred quid for the tickets each. Um, but yeah, site crashed. Nope, couldn't go any further. I was like, oh God, oh God. Uh, then I tried again and I refreshed it and the, all those two seat boxes on day one were gone. They were gone within like the time it took me to go click. I want to have this, please. Oh, it's crashed. I'll reset it. Yeah. They're gone. It's like, oh crap. 
Oh God. Okay. Oh, oh okay. So I was obviously panicking. Um, then I said, well, let's try and get a box specifically for the next day, for, for the 15th of May, for day two. Nope. I was like, right. Okay. Now I'm in trouble. I don't know what to do. M's obviously asleep. I'm going to just get a seat. I don't care. <laughs> I just need to get a seat. And day one is an important day. Let's try and get the opening day of the Basho. Uh, go through and it said right you know sitting in this area and there's like you know seating uh a b c d in terms of quality as it goes back and back oh you would a theater or a arena or anything else you go for a sporting event and i just went that go done and two tickets came through two tickets the confirmation number i thought thank god screenshot everything getting paranoid because it's two in the morning it took about 40 minutes for everything to confirm and go through properly etc um and i was like where are we sitting it didn't ask me where I wanted it to sit. Said, it just said, you're getting allocated block. these seats. Yeah. <laughs> a, a and B were not options. It just said C, D or E. So I went, oh God, C, go now, now. So I did what I could. Um, and then it came through. It's like, you're sitting here. It basically assigned me a seat. It said, that's where you're going. That's the end of it. Um, and it was, so for those who are familiar with how the uh, sumo arena is usually laid out, you've got the bottom floor level where the dohyo sits with the clay arena. And you've got all the um, ringside floor seating. Then you've got the boxes that go back. These are the little cordoned off areas. These little um, square sets with four cushions in them. And it goes back and back and back. And then you have the circle, as it were, the sort of upper area, the balcony. And they're all seated. They're all like Actual literally... chairs. Um, chairs, yeah. exactly. Now, at the front chairs, they've got really fancy uh, tables that fold out with, with like... Uh, bottle openers on them because you know and the back further back the, the less quality they get the more but they're still really nice sort of comfortable seats and so on and so forth there's nothing bad about them it's just the level of quality of seat so we booked it and we were good now at that point i had a voucher i did not have a ticket I yeah a this is interesting the way that you actually redeem your tickets because there's not you don't just get a ticket and that's it like yeah you have to um as yeah. matt's gonna explain now, i'll let you jump in sorry there's me jumping yeah, yeah. into your so, story no, 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 no. It's no problem at all. So what we had to then do was go to a 7-Eleven in and Japan. And specifically 7-Eleven. No other uh, brand. Yeah. Couldn't be other. Yeah. No, not, not Lawson or uh, or, or um, Family Mart. It had to be 7-Eleven. And so we went to 7-Eleven. I think we went in Osaka or maybe Nagoya. But the point is we went to one of them. It might have been Tokyo. And we went, right, let's go. And I went up to the counter and it's very broken Japanese and just sort of slid my paper with a confirmation number. They then um, say, oh, yeah, yeah, we know what that is. Start typing away. And then they print out the tickets and hand them to you. And apparently that's true for a lot of things. Yeah, you do that so for the baseball, concert, for concerts, for everything yeah. they do that for in Japan. Mm. It's very interesting. Because like 7-Eleven isn't just like a, a you know a, a little pop-up corner shop or a convenience store. It's... Yeah. You can pay your bills there. You can do like fill out forms. Yeah. You can get, you can also, that's where you print out tickets if you're going to like Japanese, um, the Japanese Disneyland or like any of wow. the like, Universal yeah. Studios, that kind of stuff. It's as kind well. of like yeah, sort of play on our post office stroke, other things that. Yeah. yeah. Very much so. I think that does stem back to that old classic hitching post mindset of these kind of outposts yeah. would have been used for this. It's just that 7-Eleven yeah. is a contemporary brand that does it. And they have all the, the licensing and rights. I think uh, Lawson, for example, were doing a big commercial thing with at the time we were there with the release of Tears oh, yeah, of the Kingdom, the new Zelda game. So they got a tie-in with Nintendo. So it's like, oh, okay, everyone mm -hmm. stakes their claims. So getting the tickets in the first place, stressful as hell. Um, yeah. <laughs> we, I, I wanted to, obviously, I, I don't mind paying more. I'd love to be close to the action, yeah. but it's what you get. And of course, you remember, this is what's assigned for people buying 
outside yeah. of Japan. If you're in Japan, you get different I think, options. I, I don't know what the situation is had we been in Japan or had we got someone in Japan to get the tickets for us. Um, I presume that's how uh, other foreigners get seats nearer yeah. to the ring. Um, because, yeah, there's no way if you've got, like, I guess... It's usually an attaché deal. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could... Some, um, yeah. I mean, there were some people sitting behind us that did have a guide with them. So, uh, yeah, did, that was yeah. interesting. Americans. Yeah. But but so the, the the actual process is is is, is quite stressful. But also because we were we were going for day one, right? That's going to yeah. be a lot of um, a, a draw very quickly. Um, but at the same time, when we got there, um, there were so many signs saying sold out, no yeah. tickets, nothing. You cannot get this. And I don't mean for that day, for the rest oh my of God. the bar show. They there were, were like, some people that w- were literally at the um, ticket office bit at the you know gates who were walking away and they were having a bit of an argument with one of another another because they were talking about oh, why didn't you check we should have we should have put the tickets before mm. so i was like oh dear just walk up oh because baseball's huge in america in, in japan sorry and as such you think the whole like oh well, you can just walk up there's, there's tons of room it's like these are <clears throat> they're big mm-hmm. arenas but they're not yeah. because they're on historic sites um so that's my that's my first thing well the first thing i wanted to bring up was getting the ticket was a, a slight slight lottery it, it was, was very much a case of like yeah but when we had the thing secured the whole day was was sumo yep. as far as yep, we we're yep, concerned yep. I'll, I'll pass over to you now i'll pass to me yeah yeah about how we got up in the morning and, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Walked um down. well we we walked which might we be did walk <laughs> we walked from uh, Asakusa, <laughs> which is where our hotel was in um, Tokyo. Uh, it's quite a long walk, but actually it was quite nice. Uh, it was early in the morning. Like uh, we arrived at about quarter to ten-ish. It was ten o'clock, maybe, um, because it's the sort mm-hmm. of um, thing where you can just turn up for the matches. Like the actual, the, the Makuchi division started about 3 p.m., um Mm -hmm. or 2 p.m i think and before that you had jurio and before that you see the uh makushita and the sandame and you know the lower ranks as well but there is sumo all day starting from the Mm. get-go so you can literally just turn up first thing in the morning and just watch everything if you want to and and the thing is once you go in you if you go back out that's it so it's almost like you want to stay in there like you need to choose when you're going and we decided we'd obviously spend the whole day there because, you know, this is new for us. This is exciting. And also they've got things on site. Like they've got a sumo museum there. Um, they've got a, a chance for you to go and have chunko nabe, uh, which is what mm. the sumo wrestlers obviously eat every day. Um, and there's loads of like things going on. And so you don't sort of feel like you're just stuck in a place and you can't go anywhere. There's a lot of lot of things mm. going on, a lot of things to see and a lot of things to yeah. spend your money on, <laughs> um, which, which we definitely did. Um, but yeah, so it was a really early start for us. You mentioned um, there, Em, about it, yeah. um, being able to watch, you know, the, 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 once you've got your tickets for the Makuchi, you can watch the full day of stuff. If Because when you watch it live, the the smaller, the, the well, sorry, the lower divisions, they always seem pretty empty. So... Can, yeah, because people don't come that's it. Uh, straight away so in the morning. Can you yeah. theoretically just buy a ticket for one of the earlier shows and then get kicked out for jury or no you are literally buying a sumo ticket and that's to that's see everything really there is no like different tickets I... which is really cool because it means you get to see like all of the different like yeah. rankers but th- there's also a thing where we were like because I, I, I i'm i'm a, a a cocky foreigner um i was seeing what i could push my luck with certain things um because <clears throat> i was like there's nobody there 
Um, maybe I could just like sit down for five seconds, get a photograph of that area, uh, walk up near the. Like, nope. If you do not have a ticket for that area, oh, okay. you cannot go into it, even for the lowest ranking mm. stuff. Because part of me like, oh, well, our tickets are all up there. Um, you know, on the balcony. But you know, I could for these young, these lower matches. I'm not. I'm gonna sit in someone's seat and say, no. People have paid for that seat. Yeah. Whether they're in it or not is up to them. And I'm like, oh, I mean, okay. that's, that's I mean, fair. I do, get, I do get that. I absolutely get that. I think that's that's yeah. valid. Um, <laughs> to be honest, we we should point out we we did have a multiple debate thing because obviously we arrived and we were going around and taking it all in and being like, oh my god, this is so cool because you know you nerd out that kind of stuff. And then it was the idea of, well, we're not going to just sit because we, we always we, as you as you say fox you see on the the coverage it's it's feels empty and it arguably is um <clears throat> for the lowest of ranking people yeah. f- uh, who, are, who are competing but the truth is sitting for eight hours watching the same thing over and over and over again without being dismissive you know you do need to eat you know you go to the toilet that kind of stuff and you just stretch your legs and so on so you don't want to sit down the entire time. Mm. You don't want to be confined to your seat the entire time, even if you're very passionate about the sport, not for 15 days yeah. back to back. So we thought what we would do is have a quick run round, as in like literally just a, a loop to see what is available, what the building's like, because um, it was it was built in the 80s, so it's got this interesting sort of tiled feature to it. And, so like and we said, well, we'll, know, we'll come back to that. We'll come back in a second. Let's find out our seats. Let's find out where we're sitting. Yeah. So we'd have to keep worrying about that. And a lady very kindly helped us with this. You can't tell on TV, but my God, those steps are yeah. steep. So <laughs> when you come to the lower stuff on the ground, um, where all the boxes are, it's it's very much a case of uh, they're very s- shallow steps and they're easy to step over. But when you get to the balcony, it goes up real fast. So you have to, you know, I, I, I felt uh, as a long-legged person, I was lifting my legs more than I thought mm. I would, you know? You're like, oh, hang on, step up over this. Um, and so we found out where we were. We we're actually a really good yeah. place where we were. I think we were I like mean, one above where the um the opening is for the uh people to come through. So subsequently, there weren't a lot of people in front of us, but it was nicely designed. They could see everything. Yeah, that's real cool. One thing I will say about that about the, about the steps and stuff that is one thing that is not great. It's not particularly accessible. <laughs> um, I I. Oh, I mean that's that's yeah, Japan. Yeah, I d- I don't fair. remember seeing you know any you know particular areas for anyone with wheelchairs and anything like that so that's something to bear in mind um perhaps they do have something again 80s building perhaps they do have something or or a way around that or whatever but um it's not something that i saw while we were there so if you are gonna go Mm. to it uh if you're a listener out there and you need you know some accessibility do do a bit of research on that before you're booking your ticket because you do not want to go there and just be you know you know, disappointed. Your entrance and exit into the yeah. arena is it completely separate from where the Rikishis come through? Um, oh, sort, sort of. of. Sort yes of. and no. So yeah, here's the thing: uh, we, we everyone funnels in through the same bit, and the thing that's fascinating to us, and we've talked about this before, the 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 blue jackets. When you go through and you're buying snacks or you're buying um, merchandise, or if you're buying your ticket. There are dudes, big, huge, giant dudes in blue coats, and like they're either ex sumo or they're sumo in training. Or lower sort of rankers, thing. Yeah. and or lower rankers. So when we were doing our, you know, uh, going through the entrance, it's like everyone's funneled through one bit, and there is a uh, open air, not tunnel per se, but a walkway by the side, and it's sort of cordoned yeah. off. Um, but where we were eating um, and where we were sitting and and you know queuing up for certain bits and pieces, 
you see them all walking out. You see them all yeah. in their very fancy kimono. And you can hear... Usually with glasses on, which is yeah, always Yeah, they've surreal. always got glasses on most of the time. And, you can, and there's like... Um, you'll hear suddenly loads of cameras go off and then you'll see like... And you're like, oh, someone's yeah. coming. And you peer over the balcony. Um, or if you were down at see that part, there is an area where you can literally just be right near them as they walk past. Mm. Um, which is a little bit cordoned off. A lot of them stop and wave and stuff. Um, and, and they stop things. and wave and sign really? things. That's it's cool. lovely. But we... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were yeah. at the top... There, there was yeah. lots of moments of like, because obviously with, with COVID, with masks and things, people obviously, it's a little initially harder to tell who people are, but you can tell by the general reaction, people who have been there week in, week yeah. out. And usually the cries of, Gambare! Yeah. yeah, it's so cool. Um, <laughs> like, good luck, well done. And, and we luck. were quite yeah. excited because we were watching people and we're like, does that look like, does that, oh, I don't know. Oh my God, it's Dutch and Ocean! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we could literally, we like suddenly like spotted him yeah, in the crowd. We, we're like, oh my God, we Dutch did, and Ocean's yeah. walking. And he's walking along and he's got his, you know, the attendants with entourage. his entourage and they're carrying all his stuff and he's just walking in and he's fancy, you know, fancy kimono and, and looking, looking yeah. cool. Bitch. And yeah, we we watched a few of of the Rikishi uh, walk in during through that entrance, and that was quite nice. It was a really cool moment, actually. It's not something we expected yeah. to see. Uh, yeah, so that was very cool. And yeah, as I said, the only one I could literally pinpoint immediately was Tochinoshin because everyone had masks on, and it was quite a distance. Yeah. You know, Tochinoshin's quite distinctive, um, and yeah. very cool considering that we didn't know at that point that that was his last mm. last bus show. Last bus show, absolutely. So, yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Mm. Um, so, yeah. So the, when we got in, as I said, we got the idea of what we wanted to sit and things. And, and um, the building starts filling up quite slowly because obviously you have the ticket. But the, some people, again, it's it's a work day. It's it's um, yeah. uh, Sunday in Japan isn't always like Sunday in most of, 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 of That's true. Um, yeah. Europe and stuff. So, you know, a lot of like during the week, for example, you'll see things being the same way. So some people weren't arriving for a certain time or whatever it happens to be. Um, so we got our seats, got all sorted. And then we said, let's go around and explore some stuff, uh, as Em said. And um, the first thing that was really cool, obviously you got like lots of really cool artwork, like, like mm. you know, old classic paintings and uh, scrolls from, from years and years and felt, uh, decades of sumo. And all the trophies are there yeah. because it's a you know it's, it's a tournament in so a glass case. We, we, had, you, we could see yeah. the giant macaron and everything. It was very cool. <laughs> yeah, there's the 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 giant the giant cups the, the tea literal cup. yep. teacups. <laughs> um, it was all there and it was all cool and it's 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 just interesting. To couple see of big fish. A couple of big fish. It, you, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, kind. Yeah, yeah. Um, they, they they have like um uh a big like the big barrels of of, of whiskey and, and stuff. Whiskey and, oh, sorry, yeah. yes, yeah, and the things that they would have there. So they have a, 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 a representation of that essentially. Um, but I'm I'm just trying to remember like it's it's surreal because when you go through the first things you see are you got lots of cardboard cutouts. Right? Oh so yeah, the, the classic. <laughs> put, put your face in here and be carried be by, this, by this Rikishi. <laughs> yeah, and um, so it's it's got a, a nice sort of fun like atmosphere to the whole thing um but as i say as you go around you see more things there's various stalls that are opening or open yeah. already there's a, a a gangway of um uh how can i describe it uh there's a gangway of people uh ringside attendants who are all right with bags at the ready and the people that got the bags at the ready are for people who have pre-ordered uh, pre like merchandise oh, yeah, yeah. you can get like a, a a discount thing and they'll bring it to your seat basically with all the food in it all the very specific things. and again those things go for like hundreds of pounds because yeah. it's not like oh i have a bit of piece of that oh, wow. one of those things everything is expensive because yeah. of course it is um 
but, but that um, includes some yeah, so food for them as well for the day and some like yeah, beers yeah. and all kinds of stuff so it's like a bunch of stuff it's not just like a bunch of like you know over here it would just be like a tote bag with maybe you know me- some stuff yeah, maybe a few little leaflets stuffed in it and maybe like a little fan and a bloody what do you call it the why can't i think of it the uh not a schedule for the day but a Program. program there we go that's what it would be over here it'd be really lame but over yeah. there like it's like these bags are like yeah full of stuff yeah yeah and so subsequently we we went around and we looked at the merchandise things and we we're again very conscious of the weight limit of the suitcases <laughs> um so it was again trying to get away with the small little things uh there's like gachapon machines there's uh snacks to be had there's towel towels oh the now, towels i love them we 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 all three of us have towels we do. now. I can now have a wash. This sort of, this sort of <laughs> <laughs> filthy boy. Um, so, the, the, if those who've watched sumo on TV, you'll see that when your favourite wrestler comes up, everyone like shakes these towels that have um, their the, name on them, the kanji yeah. of the name on it, and um, they. Um, it's very simple, but it's like it's like having a scarf at a football yeah. game in Britain. Um, and they're because again it gets hot as shit so a towel is actually really helpful um but um yeah it was just kind of cool to see all these things in person that we've sort of you know uh witnessed from afar yeah. effectively um and so we we, we went around but bought very sparingly tried to be very very reserved of what we got a few things and we got one from like an upstairs there's multiple different vendors yeah. and we got one from the up at the back which was very helpful and very good and then M wanted a plush. M wanted a something she could, a little plushy toy she could take home with her. Um, because we noticed, it's not very, it's not really talked about much That's in the sumo. That's There are, there are mascots. Well, yeah, there's mascots for um, everything in Japan, though. To be fair. Of course there are, yeah. Um, and they're yeah. angry chickens. Yeah. It's a red angry chicken and a yellow angry chicken. Um, I can't remember their yeah, names specifically. Um, um, what's their name? They're called Hakkioi and Sekitori kun. So. Hakuya yes. obviously just means ready, and it's what gets shouted uh, at the start of a match, uh, which mm. is kind of wonderful. And sekitori um, is basically a, a play on on words. Uh, sekitori is apparently like considered the first rank of sumo, and tori also means bird, so it's kind of like a play on words. Yeah, it's a so pun. So yeah, yeah, sekitori and yeah. hakuya. Yeah, hakuya. I love and, it. Um, <laughs> it's cool. So we bought some bits and pieces. And to be fair, like anything, we knew who we were buying them off because the people were very charming. There's a long, long ass queue for the other shop because the other shop was being sold by Rikishi. Um, and these are re- retired and... Rikishi or ones yeah. that, you know, just uh, are still, you know, yeah. in the same way that Hakuho became like a security, you know, he's now in security yes. at some point. Yeah. Yeah this is just what they do they they all help out so it's all yeah. it's, it's very cool because it's like i didn't know who was serving me but like i was like you're you cool could tell there was an you're definitely a, a lot of people around was like, this is so yeah. exciting and yeah. he was nice and yeah. and you know the, the the guys next to us were obviously running up the numbers and saying it's this much and the guy bags things up for you and obviously they take yeah. pictures as well so it's just this really cool atmosphere of That's being awesome. immersed in all of it yeah. you know it's yeah um and then we got a load of food um yeah. so we snacked throughout the day and um we didn't we didn't really bring anything in i don't know if i don't think you're allowed to Not bring really, any food no. in. i don't think you are at all yeah um so no point like going to the convenience store before and, and piling up stuff but we um we had two two different types of food so we had we had one which was where, where we um uh had some snack stuff so i had um like a sausage set meal which is a sausage on a stick 
um and uh i think some some chicken and some fries yeah. and some rice and stuff and em had the same sort of thing uh, uh, and it was just really yeah. nice and a lot of the food has got like a special like if one of the rikishis has like got a picture of them eating it it's obviously like a really popular thing like they've got special <laughs> um bento boxes as well so like they're the little yes. japanese lunch boxes which are like takakesha's number one box and this is like he's he said yeah i like this one it. and he's posed with it so people were like that one sold out so quickly yeah, right. and there's loads i of different really enjoy ones. this type of tuna so it's in yeah, it. yeah it's yeah, fascinating yeah. um just to see because you had um edamame and uh, uh and uh yakitori, yeah, the, chicken, yakitori the chicken yeah and that was one that was really popular because i think it was like uh wakataka kage and and other people posing with yeah it. like, well that's what, i've got to eat that <laughs> now yeah, i can't yeah, not have yeah, that <laughs> And it's, it's the same with all sporting events, right? The same thing. You always have that endorsement sort of level things. There was there was tons of posters of Endo promoting a beer. Yeah. Um, it was it was just really interesting and really cool. The weather was nice. It was overcast, but it was warm uh, and dry, which was good. Um, and breezy. So we obviously we'd eat our food outside of the balcony and we'd watch over as the, the rikishi were coming in and you know we we shout at them very supportive. <laughs> um, um. And it, the the food I should also point out the food was decently <clears throat> yeah, priced. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Because um, you do that thing where you know you you're inside and you're like trapped and yeah. and struggling to get things done. I literally have a picture in front of me of me taking a picture of the menu. So one second, <laughs> call that up. And, and um, just so, an interesting thing about the menu as well um, is that even the snack stuff was all themed. Like we at one point oh, had yeah. some ice creams which had the faces of the mascots on them and right, stuff as right. well. So yes, so you feel really immersed. Yeah. It's like it's like a proper immersive it. experience. Mm. But yeah, go on, Matt. You were saying about the food. Yeah. Oh, I was saying if you had a hot dog, for example, like which is a you know sausage in in, in a roll with some with, with some salad in it for some reason because you know fine um that's about 600 yen which is about three pound fifty which is kind of what you'd think you'd pay for a hot dog at, a, yeah. at an event like this um if you had it's like um, double the price of the football like you know what i mean it's like exactly oh, absolutely yeah. yeah um fries is 300 yen which is yeah, like that's not bad, is it? so it, it, it's not bad at all man and, and and that's and if you have a set meal for example it's like six, seven hundred yen. So it also depending on exchange rates yeah. and those things. Soft serve ice cream is like four hundred yen. So it's yeah. never that bad, and you can eat a lot of it. You keep repeatedly going through, being served by people. It's wonderful. The food, drinks, great. Now that being said, um, there was a sign, and um, I'm trying to remember what time. I think it was at eleven o'clock. It would open up, and we were like, okay. Uh, and that was for Chunko Nabe. Oh, uh, yeah. Between 11 and 4.30, they serve Chunko. Now, we've talked mm -hmm. about the show before, I think. And Chunko is the basically the only thing that sumo yeah. eat while training. It's this big, giant hot pot of meat and vegetables. And, and they stew. often have chicken in it in the run-up to the, the basho because it's meant to be... Um, yeah. You know, it's meant to be lucky to have the chicken. Mm -hmm. Hence why the um, mascots are chickens yeah. as well. Makes sense. Yeah. So, and I mean, like, literally, when you go to these events, like, you know, oh, this is the, the yakitori that Wakataka Kage likes. This is what Takakesho likes when it's sushi. Cool, cool, cool. This is different. And I don't think I fully appreciate yeah. this when we went in. It's a queue. It's long. You go in and you're in, like, the underground uh, section of, 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 the, uh, of the arena and it's just a giant food and there's just long I'm, I'm, tables with like plastic coverings tables, yeah. over mm -hmm. the top and it's all very like like a you know you walked into like school a school hall, hall right, type right. thing it's just very surreal yeah <laughs> it's kind of strange and you get down there and you go okay and they say hello and it's cash only and there's no like oh can i have this it's like no 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 no, no. 
you're here for one thing. Yeah. For yeah. I mean, the only thing you can do is choose whether you're having water or green tea right. if you're having a drink. That's, That's the it. only choice you um, get. <laughs> and it was 500 yen each, which is three quid. That's so not bloody hell. I thought you were going to say something insane there, price wise. No. no. It was bloody it was lovely. 9,000 calories like a, a spoonful. Yeah. It's in like a <laughs> takeaway bowl. So it's like a, like a plasticky sort of bowl. I mean, not great for the environment, yeah. I will just say. But. That, Japan um, and plastic. Yeah. That's, that's just, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So. Yeah, it arrives, and what you do is we walk in, and we go, you know, how, oh, how many people are sitting down? And say, Futari. Uh, uh, like, oh, okay, it's two of you, okay. Then they say, here, to this first table, cash goes over. And they say, there you go, here's a little um, token, like, okay, fine. And then, like, do you want water or tea? And like, oh, uh, Mizu, could I say, I have water, please. Okay, here's chopsticks and spoon, like, great, thank you. I go to a window, and the window is literally the kitchen for the whole place. It's yeah. the same chunkonabe that the wrestlers are eating oh, wow. that day and i'm like what yeah that's insane because it's not like you know get like a watered down version it's the wow. same thing um and you can see in the background the sumo are like literally preparing it um and then you go to sit the table there's some set of big giant long yeah. tables and plastic things. so we sat down and uh you get a little sachet as well of like extra spice or if ginger you want or some spice kind of on mm-hmm. it yeah i think yeah. it's the spice flakes and it's yeah. just it's just a stew with like uh, shoots and cabbage and mushrooms and chicken and pork and oh, carrots. So good. And so it it's it's just a, gi- a giant sort of calorific carby stew, isn't it? It's like yeah, really is. Um, and it's so tasty. It's so good. And so we were like doing. And with the, the thing is, when you order it, you go, "Oh God, if we don't like this, yeah, that's it. For whatever reason, <laughs> we're just gonna have to eat it. Just gonna have to get it. It's the classic thing when you go on holiday with your parents. They say, like, get it down. Yeah. Just, just <laughs> eat it. I'm not having this. Um, but it was amazing. It was really tasty yeah. and cheap. And we just I will say, I will say, and I don't know if this is just because I had such a great experience um, at the sumo on that day, but it was literally, it still is one of my favourite meals I had in Japan, <laughs> which is kind of well, a weird thing to say because it was like, it's such an unassuming dish. And it's also just so like, and the fact that we were sitting in this room surrounded by a bunch of people in like a weird makeshift canteen. <laughs> and it was just like so weird yeah. but like it was so delicious because we went to a lot of pop-up cafes and stuff like the like a gundam cafe and you have themed yeah, stuff yeah. where you know you have like a coffee with a, a certain uh filler on yeah. it but this is like no this isn't something that's been wheeled out this is what they've been eating for decades it's a refined yeah. uh sort of recipe that's going to taste good and, and be reassuring to know as well stuff. that because it's the same pot that's mm. been served to the rikishi that it's all going to be quality. Mm. They're not, they're, as you say, it's not a watered down version for you guys. It's not no. like a, a, re, really you know, a back alley knockoff, rubbish, horrible, yeah. like, you know, full of yeah, yeah. cartilage and stuff. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's exactly what I was, I mean, going into it, I mean, for example, when you go to uh, a, a football match in Britain, the classic sort of pie and yeah. chips kind yeah. of thing, you know, pie, pie and drink. Is always, yeah. The pie isn't going to be always the best pie no. in the world. That You don't expect it to be. It's just going to fill you up while you're there. But that's the thing. This is a really... I, I, I cannot stress, if you're going to see the sumo live and you avoid eating the chunkonabi, you've missed it. <laughs> because it's such an important part of that world and to sample it in a way is just yeah. really cool. Amazing. Yeah. Um, to segue over to a little bit before we talk about anything else, is, is is the last thing is the museum. Oh yeah. This opens up for a very limited period of time. This is one of those very few areas, no pictures, um, and it's amazing. 
um, because it's got obviously, I mean, obviously it has certain things that you wouldn't expect. It's got des- um, models of the um, of the arena as it stood in Tokyo over the years. The one they had in the 1900s, the one they changed to in I think the 40s, 50s, and the one they have now, which is the 80s design. Um, and then you've got like old classic uh, aprons and belts of Rikishi yeah. who um, and kimono as well from some of these. them. Yeah, uh, you've got lots of stuff for uh, Chinofuji, uh, who who's known as the Wolf um, back in the seventies uh, when he was competing. One of those really, he he's like one of those iconic wrestlers from you know the last century who's really stand out. Um, and you know, just seeing the belts mm. and seeing all the stuff, and 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 also like there's one which is like a, a, a sumo wrestler's um, prized kimono from the eighteen or yeah. late. Uh, late 1700s early 1800s and it's just still quite intensely big for what it which was which is obviously and... why you can't ha- take photography in there because obviously the whole yeah. thing with flash photography although who has flash anymore no one uses flash but no, whatever know. museum's going to museum <laughs> yeah but it was very cool to see all this stuff and just be again being immersed in it all no, at no point did we think oh hang on we've heard we've turned up too early we're bored because every now and again they'd be announcing things like oh we're now going to have the next division so Jurio would go in for example and they had thing where all of them are sat down and i'll be like right i want to yeah, see the Jurio yeah, yeah. people come in yeah you get to see them. the ceremony of how they come in and you know where they walk around the ring yeah. or in a circle and that's, all of that. that's cool uh, that's cool yeah yeah so we then took our seats and essentially once we were down i think once the Jurio started we're like we're gonna watch all of this now we're gonna sit yeah. through all this um and we, we we would pop our head in that's the thing the doors are open all the time we would pop our head in and see the younger uh division people performing and getting in and stuff and it was just partly surreal because seeing stuff you've seen on tv for so many years and then seeing in real life like anything you go on a holiday um it was a very cool experience but then there is and I'm, i know this is a very cliche thing to say <laughs> but it's genuinely true hearing the names of your favorite rikishi oh. being read out and sung into the arena and hearing the crowd you don't really catch much of that on TV yeah. or recordings. People will just explode. Yeah. Um, we were sitting up where the uh, you have all the different banners coming down and you see the people who've won previous um, U-show races mm. in, in different basho. We were sitting on, under Asanayama's on the day he came back. To that was the so Makuchi. cool. was like, oh, this is, yes. And a thing we'd never seen before because you don't tend to get coverage of this stuff. Um, Kiribama, back as he was back then, um, was so so obviously the Ryukokukukikan is the home of sumo. It's in Tokyo. It's the main. Yeah, place. it's also an area. Also... Ryukoku is an area as well, <laughs> which is yeah, a... exactly. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's a, it's a it's a it's a district as it were in 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 Tokyo, and or well, district's the wrong word. Yeah. You know I mean, and we also quickly took a picture outside every other one we could go to. So we were in Osaka, <laughs> so we went to the Osaka Prefectural Gymnasium. When we were in Nagoya, we went there as well. Yeah. The Aichi Prefectural we took, we took... just to say look. Little pilgrimage. The only one we haven't been to now is the Fukuoka one. <laughs> yeah, that was a little too far away. But the point is, we were we tried to visit all all four of them if we could, and three were definitely there. And um, because of that, when you come back, because Kiribayama had won a basho uh, in 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 March, he had to have his portrait unveiled. A little unveiling ceremony. It was really yeah, cool. Yeah, I think we sent video, uh, a video to Fox and basically what it was, and I think we actually put it on the Sumo Drop um, uh, Twitter handle. So if you want to go check that out, if you want to see it. Basically, they say like you know, this whole announcement and this is before anyone starts 
fighting. There's no the bouts haven't started yet. Okay, what's happening? Um, and there'll be this fanfare ceremonial music, and then the um, the screen goes up to reveal yeah. the portrait underneath. Everyone turns around to look up great. at the portrait, and it's like, yeah, it's yeah. it's just very cool. That's well very, cool. Very, very it's cool. amazing. Um, and then, but without being like, because we haven't talked about the one thing that's we'll, we'll, we'll touch on it again. Probably keep it brief. The sumo. Um, because obviously when you're watching online or you're watching on NHK or wherever it happens to be, obviously you get uh either the highlights or a, a split coverage where it will cut to things, right? So if it's if it's a um if a mono e takes place and you have to reset and go again, you the footage just resets, right? But obviously you have to go through the whole stamping yeah, ceremony, yeah. the sort going up multiple times, people being cheered into the ring, and they say like, you know, this person's from this division, from this from this area. They come down and they they bow, and it's it it just it just it all feeds into it. There mm. was a th- there was a little old lady sitting next to me, um, <laughs> and she was having the best time of her goddamn life. Um, she was and, and, because and the you were sitting thinking, next to her. <laughs> <laughs> well. I'm not saying that everybody enjoys no. it next to me, but no. Uh, but so she was enjoying herself. But more importantly, she was enjoying that we were enjoying yeah. it. Oh my god, so, she was so happy that we were loving it. Yeah, that's true. Cool. We're, we're watching Takakei show at one oh point. Oh my gosh, M had her Takakei show. I had my towel, towel and I was shaking really it, excited. and I was really excited. Yeah, and then Takakei show won, and then uh, what was it she said, Emma Jane? She was like, um, like which means I'm so happy. She was happy for me, but she yeah. was pointing at me saying, "You're good, you're good." I was just like, <laughs> "Yeah." <laughs> and it was, it was so I, I, I was seeing a picture of him with a towel, and I said, "Oh, Simo," and she said, "Oh, Daijobu." As in, it's fine. Don't worry. It's great. And she would clap and cheer and have a, the best time. Aww. I was like, "This is great." Yeah. And that's the thing about when you go to a live event, you can't replicate that. Whether yeah. it's football, rugby, golf, wherever it happens to be, it may seem a bit flat on TV, but when you're there, that. That excitement mm. is so powerful. The rush is and there. You, you feel it you in your just, gut. Yeah, I just can't. Yeah. So good. Oh, so good. Um, so, Fox, do you have any questions? We've literally just, <laughs> <that picture? laughs> literally just given all I mean, of this information. It's like, we've probably any answered questions? all the questions. <laughs> uh, what's two plus five? Um, <laughs> my main one was cute. It was, it was uh, actually, I mean, you, you covered a lot of ground there, dude. But what I was... Um, the, the main mm. one was literally about the entrance and exit ways. I was always curious as to whether you go through them. I mean, when you're watching the, the footage back on TV, you see the guys entering and we're well, mainly exiting and they're walking through the tunnel and their mm. their, their stable hands are there and the younger Rikishi there to hand them yeah. hand them the towels and to take their masks off them or whatever it is that they're doing, you know, and take the the bo- the, yeah. the retirement bonuses off them and whatnot. Um, okay. And then they watch the, the the little replay back in the little tiny CRT monitors that they've got. At the, oh, I think there might be uh, tablets now or something. <laughs> but you always see like them reviewing ah. their own little match and things like that. And see how oh, I see what you mean. So now. that okay, tunnel well, there, then... do, you, do you have any sort of access to that bit, or is that re- strictly nope. for Rikishi nope. and staff? No, not that not that bit, unfortunately. Right. Uh, um, yeah. That, yeah. The, yeah. The, the Western East tunnels that go back to the baths at the back where everyone's sitting, uh, the, the green room, as it were. Um, no, that is not for you. Uh, so when, when I mean like the entrance and exit, I mean literally getting into. The sure. Yes. Itself. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And equally, if you're a really, if you're a really well-to-do Rikishi, like if you're like in the Sanyaku, you might be driven up to the door, and you don't have to walk down. Yeah. Unless you want to gloat unless and show you off want and, to. and boast. I think a lot exactly. of them That's like a, to do. I think that they do because they do that for the fans mm-hmm. because they know that it's the fans usually the wanna... last day with yeah. the pressure. 
but yeah. you might not do it because yeah. you want to get your head in the right space. But those those actual tunnels to get in, nope, you ain't coming in. You see that. so many um, people walking down them, I and mean, clearly they're, they're all separate. There's so many that are dressed in uh, hmm. not necessarily in traditional wear; they're dressed in sort of casual as well. So it's like, yeah. oh wow, are they just people walking through the tunnel? And well, I, yeah, so so you can you can get there in the sense of like. Um, uh, you know, if your seat's close by, but you are expected to move the fuck along. Yeah, You're yeah, not yeah, going to yeah, be yeah. like standing there waiting for and high they've, fives they've and always pictures. got people standing there to direct you there, so they won't let yeah. people move until it's a yeah. good time to. So it's not like you can, yeah. Yeah. We we sent um a fox a few little bits and pieces, and I think one of them was a... um. Not necessarily the program, but the thing they hand out on the day to sort of like hand out the uh, the the running order of things, and they have a, a, you know in English, and there are clear instructions, yeah. mm. um, and it says unless you have a press pass with an actual photography thing, you can't be here. Uh, when the um, matches start, uh, you can't be standing nope. in the aisles. Mm-hmm. You have to be in your seat. Uh, Japan in general, mm-hmm. because uh, you know, like a baseball game, for example, they've got what are they, uh, beer girls. I think that's what they call them over there. Um, which is like people running on these giant kegs on the back, filling up beer in like for like you know three hundred yen or whatever, five hundred yen. And um, that's a very different environment. With sumo, it has that history of of being a religious ceremony based yeah. thing, yeah. and it's got the history of the tradition and and so on. And everyone in Japan respects the rules most of the time, so people do stay seated. That makes sense. Uh, that makes sense. And it's all good but the the tunnel side of things the other one as well they say when the bouts are over at the end of the day or even the start of the day when everything's clear do not approach the dohyo mm-hmm. no for any reason because it is sacred ground yeah. and i think that's the thing that like yeah we know that we're respectful visitors and so on and so forth we understand the sport mm. but i think it's the whole like i know you may <clears> think oh cool i'll get a picture while there's no one down there's like no you will not and the tunnel's the same thing. It's like, we keep it open and it looks like you can go back and forth, but you will be stopped immediately. Like, where are you going? And because the people in blue jackets who are the security are goddamn sumo, you ain't going nowhere. Yeah. Um, but we went, we did go to the balcony to have a picture of us and this very nice old gentleman was like, oh, yeah, I'll do that for you. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, just as just crazy. as well you uh just as well you left your climate change t shirt and your bag of uh colourful powder at home, wasn't it? So you couldn't approach the door. Yeah. Oh, I left it in the hotel. Oh, <laughs> could you imagine? That would be. A, oh my god! I don't know how Japan would. Re- they would hate that. I was going to say. Japan, can you imagine? Yeah. I mean, you, you've seen what happens here, whether it's on snooker tables, cricket grounds, whatever. But when it's when it imagine the idea of it happening when it's in the doyle, sacred, yeah, <laughs> oh. a sacred uh, ground yeah. like that, yeah. Well, when we were in, we were in Korea a couple of weeks beforehand, and Korea, South Koreans love to protest and, <laughs> yes. and make their voices heard. Uh, this is a joke that we were told when we were over there. I'm like, yeah, we, we yeah. The, the street was shut down for them doing a big thing. Japan's opposite. Japan doesn't like making having, a fuss. You know, that, or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they like grumbling about it, but not like that way. So yeah. I, that that feels almost um, alien in my yeah. head. <laughs> yeah, but um. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I, I mean, one the only downside, because I guess that's a the classic thing of, like, you want to see certain things, right? And you realise that when you're watching the sumo day in, day out, uh, you're like, oh, cool, I'm going to see Wakamata Hara complete today. He's like, no, 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 I'm here, I'm only here today, I want to see Wakamata Haru win. That becomes a different thing, mm. right? And naturally, I rocked up in a Hoshoryu t-shirt. <laughs> um, and... Uh, and bought it for me. It's a big red handprint with his uh, his his name 
Yeah. Oh. And when when we were walking down, uh, getting our breakfast in the morning, M told me that uh, we, as we walked past one bloke who was just like sweeping his lawn, he looked up at my t-shirt, did a little smile and approving nod and kept going back with his business. Yeah, <laughs> it was very funny. That was on our little walk on the way to the stadium. Yeah. So it's not even like at the it's CMO. Like, we know where he's going. Mm, <laughs> I approve. <laughs> um, so subsequently, I was like, I was waiting for one thing. And it was amazing seeing like, um, uh, you know, see, watching Ura compete. Like, oh, this is going to be amazing. Yeah. It's going to be so cool. I feel that we were very lucky to have seen Terra Nafuji return after so many um, bouts of um, injury. Absence. And yeah. absence. And we got to see Asanoyama's return. So for me... The place erupted when Asanoyama oh, won. Oh, man. It was insane. It was incredible. Um, yeah. But yeah, back to you because yeah, I know what you're going to say. I would say. <laughs> but the other thing for me I couldn't avoid and couldn't get around is the fact that um, <clears throat> Hoshoryu. Um, so and this is interesting because you see it on TV, you see it on like uh, online coverage. You know how the day is set up, right? You know what's supposed to happen. You know who's competing. But the truth is. Um, you have you have no idea about people being absent, and I've always been curious how this is announced because you know they're like, oh, we got a, a Sencho today. If someone's absent, it's going to go a point to so and so. And what happens is it was Takayasu versus Hoshoryu. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a difficult one. Takayasu and Hoshoryu butt heads a lot, and I want to see him win, but I hope it's a good match and things. And then you hear an announcement, and there's murmurings like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah, what's happening? Um, and it was then like you can hear certain words you pick up and recognize and go wait 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 what what is happening what is going on and it's like someone's not here and you go oh, oh shit no. and then i sort of sc- and i'm like doing my bdi thing i'm scanning like who is it who's missing who's missing and i see um hoshori there i'm like oh god and i'm of two minds because at that point in the um the catchy clash i picked takiyasa i was like oh god oh no oh god damn it he's off for like a month oh flip um you know uh, but Hoshoryu stepped in the ring, got his freebie, and I said, well, I didn't see him lose. Yeah. You didn't get said, to see him fight, which yeah, is such a disappointment. Yeah. Bit of a bittersweet oh, thing. Yeah. You got the win, but you didn't get to see him compete. Yeah. 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 Whereas, and that's, the, that's a weird thing. It's, it's yeah. cause, Again, it's the whole, like, you know, who knows when I'll be back? Who knows when I'll be seeing it? Who knows, you know, how, how long Hoshoryu will compete? So it's like one of those once-in-a-lifetime moments, yeah. and it was like, Steps in, point, thanks, I'm off. I mean, like, oh. I mean, I already knew that I wasn't going to get to see Waka Takakage, which was really disappointing for me. Exactly, um, yeah. But I did get to see Waka Motoharu just absolutely smash it. He won his match and I had a little towel for him. And yeah. also I got to see Takakesho win a match. So I got my towel, ta- you know, I had my towel for him and I was cheering him on. So that was great for me, but I felt so disappointed yeah. for you not to be able to see what show you fight. Yeah. Oh, it was it was okay. One of the things, like, you know, he was there. It was all fine. Sometimes just seeing that individual in person is cool enough in its own yeah. right. You know, it's just all part of it. I would say, however, goddamn, in that final bout. So obviously they bring everyone in and they have all the the ring stamping ceremony stuff, and they, they like this is the the final three matches, and so on. It's like, oh, it's exciting. It builds, and everyone gets really excited. And and then by the all all the empty seats, there ain't none. Everybody is packed. Everybody's mm. there. Um, and uh, I think that weather might have caused a problem uh, like a couple of days later with people getting in and all that sort of stuff. But at that point, they bring out all the um, 
uh, all the sponsors. Oh, yeah. So have you ever seen Sion before? People walk out with these <laughs> big, big flags flag and they walk banners, around. Yeah. yeah, and the banners. And I didn't realize how they did it. They like, it's just the same six or seven people over and over and they have them all lined up. They pick them up and they'll go around again. And the Americans behind were asking their translator, like, well, what's happening here? So, oh, these yeah. are sponsors. All of the oh, matches are like... sponsored by different um, companies because yeah. obviously it's like, oh, this is going to be an exciting match. Everyone's going to be tuning in. So let yeah. me get my sponsorship out there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean yeah. that's that's a classic, like you know, from boxing and the, yeah. they, they always had these sort of things. It's, it's a very old classic thing, but it went on and, and on. on that particular match, on. yeah, yeah, because it was Terry Fuji coming back. <laughs> Everyone who would be watching, and it became almost like this this the, the pantomime theatre of it all that rising like yeah oh, oh are they done like, oh, they're going oh. again they're going again yeah. they're going again yeah um, it was just but it, that's the thing that I think we're very fortunate going to see sumo now rather than in the days of various lockdowns and stuff where you couldn't yeah, tune, yeah. you couldn't have the anthem you yeah. couldn't do all this sort of stuff very di- i can't i can't imagine having to sit there silent yeah mm, and it was so... it was crazy i wasn't expecting to hear so many people screaming rakish's name <laughs> yeah it was just it, so funny the amount of the amount of kids you'd have literally <laughs> going like from the and then there's thundering like you know, it's oh. thundering what I would call a dad voice, just go Midori Fuji. It was so good. That was that was, was great. I mean, great. I was a bit too nervous to actually shout the names, but um, we wanted to. I didn't want to be that like you know annoying foreigner to people and the Westerner being you know yeah. like... <laughs> getting too enthusiastic. But I was so I I'm pretty sure that's why the lady next to you was so excited for me because I think my energy was just constantly like oh my god this is amazing yeah. oh my god like. So, yeah. We went very, very red in the face because it was also very warm. Oh yeah, it's warm in there. You know, you can, you know exactly why everyone now has fans all the time, even in the non-summer months. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. it was quite hot actually. Um, it was in the <laughs> mid we to high twenties yeah, when we were over there. So it was, yeah. yeah. But that's why when you see them sweating away in the in the in the dojo while wearing very little, just wearing mm. the 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 mawashi, you're like, all right. Because yeah. you've been like training, it's like no, it's because it's fucking hot. It's fucking hot. Um, <laughs> yeah, but yes. Uh, so I, f- I feel like again we just just sidelined Fox for a minute and said, <laughs> "No, that was a very interesting to hear but... about it all. It sounds fantastic. Mm. What a yeah. great trip." But mm. yeah, very much so. And again, I'm glad we did it. I think if we, the thing when you've got a limited amount of time on holiday and you think to yourself, "Well, hang on, I don't know how long I'm out here. It's a whole day. It's taken. We, we literally didn't do much else in the evening because by the time you get out, the bouts are over about 4 p.m., 5 p.m. No, no, not 4 p.m. Um, like 6 p.m. Sorry. And then it's like, well, let's go get some food in the evening. But you you get in that headspace the whole day, right? Mm-hmm. You, it's it's a big thing, and not just turning up like like I, I go see a rugby match for argument's yeah. sake. I'd be there for like. 80 minutes or so yeah, no, for the actual game. You go to a convention essentially, aren't you? You know, it's, it's yes, that kind of thing. Exactly, it's a deal on convention. Yeah. It's like if you go to anything, whether it's like a, you know, whether it's like a gaming or an anime convention or whatever it might be, it's a similar yeah. kind of process. You get there early and you don't leave until the evening. And, and while you're there, you're in that, that zone. You just commit. Yeah. yeah. And, and it must have been, and, and the thing is, it does very well to cater to whatever you might need at that point. Mm, that's true. Um, but then when you, when you leave, um, and you've been in this building for hours. You kind of don't want to leave for some reason. Yeah. And then as you're going, you hear the the drums being oh yeah banged away. They on have the tower. this very tall wooden tower outside. Um, and as before the sumo starts, there's someone goes up there and then they'll like bang on the drum for like 
ages to just announce the fact that sumo's mm. happening everybody everybody hurry up yeah. and then at the end of the day to sort of like end the day they do the same thing as well because it's quite a ceremonial thing so you walk outside yeah. and you'll just hear a it's really yeah. cool and so you like, all the flags are out yeah, the flowers are out it's all really very nice and everyone's yeah. hoping to see it they get a shot of one of their favorite like rikishi as they're leaving or whatever although one thing we, we went past do, the stable didn't yeah we? that's what i was going to say we we happened to walk past a stable that's actually in the area mm. and by chance we were just like walking past and we saw some people hovering around the door and then um as we went to walk past this like like rikishi was standing there and he was like bowing and waving to everybody as he shut the door and we were like oh we literally just like if, if you'd like to know it was the michinoku stable yes um because uh, i called up a picture of us outside we're like what, what, what it was an unplanned thing and then the things we'd learned when we were inside in the museum and stuff we then decided on our you know walk home as it were we'll back to the hotel we'll get some food yeah. um we specifically went over the, the bridge, bridge that historically yeah. people would go so when you, when you talk about the you know the tunnels bridge. and people being it wasn't just that you'd have people arriving uh they would all walk over the bridge yeah to yeah, the yeah, arena see. so right. so cool but then equally when we were on the um when we got to the close to the to the arena we saw uh rikishi on the underground oh yeah on the, train. on the trains and and that's interesting because again these are obviously lower rankers so if you're not in any of the like big divisions you're like you just get there on Make your, your own. way there and there was yeah. literally like you could see them on the train um and they were like you know wearing a, a kimono you know in glasses because they always are for some reason and mm -hmm. just you know looking on their phone reading or something or like it was just so surreal and that just reminds me of um when we were over in japan we met up with a friend of mine adam who lives over there and yeah. he was recounting him and his friends uh were recounting his story of when they saw um which well uh, they live in nagoya so obviously you yes. get a lot of the nagoya basho mm -hmm. summer yeah, yeah yeah and they once saw a rikishi on a bike on their way to the to, <laughs> to the basho that's amazing um, yeah oh my he God. said that when you get close enough to them um it's a weird thing to say because obviously on the on the on the trains in in japan it's very very busy and they take up a lot of room he said they smell amazing um because <laughs> yeah, you could get washing nice <laughs> you get pampered it. constantly all day yeah all the oils all the bathing all the everything it's yeah it's crazy because it costs the custody it's like there's some dirty fat sweaty men they're very grubby and it's like nah they're in a bath all the time yeah that's exactly what they do the minute they get out of their matches they go straight into the baths that's literally yeah. what they yeah. do which helps for the muscles and all that yeah. sort of stuff, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was a unique thing. It was amazing. It's obviously, that's why the episodes run very long. Hopefully, it's been very interesting to you as listeners. Um, we haven't told Fox a lot of the anecdote stuff because we wanted to save it for here because... Um, and also because we could talk forever. We have we took so <laughs> many pictures. Really? So many pictures. <laughs> um, we, we could go a lot longer in this because... Um, uh, that being said, I would say as well, just to tap this off, um, you know... Arriving at like ten in the arriving, not getting up, arriving there at ten in the morning and leaving at six, it is a long, fun, draining experience. Mm. But I couldn't imagine doing it for fifteen days of a basho. No. That would be insane. <laughs> yeah, um, you see yeah. some of these. It's that's probably why so many of them only turn up for the three o'clock show, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah one hundred percent. Yeah, you can't. You can't I think it's 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 weirdly and this thing another thing you sort of end up appreciating it becomes an endurance test. So when you see these people competing day in day out, and you know you watch your your bout and you, I think we talked to um, 
uh, Harley on a different podcast because uh, he was like, you know, what, oh, what's yeah. Sumo about? Well, Italian things. And it was very much uh, the, the Fundamentals podcast we, I appeared on. and We appeared on. Thank you. Sorry, my apologies. Well, I was there <laughs> and you were there. So, we, sorry, Em and I were on that podcast. Just talk about, you know, what we're passionate about sumo and get, you know, uh, may, maybe you're here because you heard us on that. Who knows? But yeah. the point I was trying to highlight is that explain to him that you turn up as a wrestler, you do your one bout, you go home, it's all over within like a minute. But you have the whole day psyching up to that. Everything is preparing for that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like sitting an exam every day for 15 days at 5 p.m. And I don't know if you're the same as me, and I know definitely M's this way. If you've got something to do in the late in the afternoon, the whole day's a write off. Whole yeah. day's a write off. Um, <laughs> so, be, but being in it, but rather than me just going, ah, I'll tune in when I need to tune in. I'll watch the sport. I'll, I'll, I'll catch up when I'm having my dinner. That kind of thing. You know, mm-hmm. that's how we absorb the sport, obviously. But yeah, being there on the day, you you get hit by the gravity of like. Oh my god, this is this would drive me insane. Mm. You know, it's not like I'll do a football game and then I compete the next week yeah. on Saturday or something. I've just thought yeah. don't suppose you spotted Mystery Ghost Smart Lady, did you? No, I did look. I was looking, but I think where we were sitting, we were yeah. would have been on the other side where she usually right, sits. Right. And I yeah, so... I was keeping an eye out. I was trying to look. <laughs> yeah. We absolutely. we were in um <laughs> I, I think we were in the north section. And basically yeah, what that means is the bit that the camera is pointing towards is where we were sitting. Um so in other words, the the Gyoji, the referee always had their back to us. Um but that meant we also saw all the camera set up and we saw all the Japanese commentators in the thing and um seeing all the you, you could see like a large silhouette like, oh that's an ex wrestler who's commentating with them, that's interesting. Mm. Um yeah. but she would have been literally below us, but I didn't, oh. I didn't see her. So Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't see. We did, we kept an eye out. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I hope that's been informative and interesting. We obviously haven't covered what's happening uh, at the Bash show yet because it hasn't happened yet for us, but we will cover that next week and uh give our thoughts then. In the meantime, obviously you can like, follow, share the show, etc, etc. Uh BBG Wrestling uh channel uh via bbgwrestling.com or you can find us on Sumo Drop Pod on Twitter while Twitter is still alive. <laughs> Maybe uh, we'll join um, threads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who knows? Um, so if you want to follow my stuff, I'm at Stogs, S-T-O-G-H-Z, on all the social media platforms. You can go to the redrighthand.co.uk to read my film reviews, achievement.com to see the things that I make, or Sequelizers to my other podcast. Emma Jane, where can people find you? You can find me online uh, with the handle Emma Jane Mint. I'm on all the socials, including the new one. Yes, I am on Fred's. Um, so come say hello there uh, while Twitter's dying a slow death <laughs> and yeah I also am part of Cheese Mint so check out the work that we do at cheesemint.com and yeah so over to you Fox where can the good people find you I'm not really doing anything on Twitter these days I couldn't really be asked anymore so I've kind of backed yeah. in the handle but I'm, I'm, I'm over currently just uh, mainly doing artwork and music related stuff over on Instagram under the moniker of Foxidize, which is F-O-X-Y-D-I-Z-E. Um, so you can check out what I'm up to on there, and there'll be some more music-related stuff and other interesting stuff coming quite soon, I think. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, I'll probably know more next Basho about that stuff. Sweet. All good. Um, so, yeah, <clears throat> very, very uh, long episode. will be much, much shorter next Sunday, but we look forward to seeing you all then in the meantime. Matane, everybody! Matane! Matane!